0: Oh, yes, it is that time again. Heavy hitters, everybody, here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. I'm Jack Heim. As always, Mitchell Smedley.
1: On a Victory
0: Monday. To my left. Oh, yeah. He's got the bragging rights, and he's got him in a big way. Got uh, the hat. We'll get to that later, though. Hat's going. You know, too cold for a jersey. Yeah, it is cold outside. It is nippy here in mid-December. It's
1: December still.
0: As Joe Buck says. (laughs) I got to watch
1: that game tonight just to see if he's still in that form.
0: Happy Finals Week to everybody out there. Hopefully it's
1: not going too bad for you at this point. Happy Finals Week? That's an oxymoron, Jack. Well, I guess, yeah. New from oxy. Oxymoron. oxyclean. I didn't know if I could say that. I don't know. I stopped short. Jack's just like, no, we're going for it. Yeah. So we're yelling some brand names on a Monday afternoon. Well, we're not promoting the brand. No, names. we're not we're promoting it. it. So yeah,
0: technically the MLB is a brand name and we say it every show. You know, what? I
1: didn't even consider that. Now I feel stupid. So, but yeah, at least so, I have yeah. a good
0: football team. That's 12 and one. Yeah, whatever. And we'll talk about, well, you might have a good football team. My baseball team's making a lot of moves, and we'll get to that not a lot of meaningful ones. But real quick, oh, oh one meaningful
1: move. Oh boohoo! One meaningful move. It's like uh, really my grandfather. Saying. His old uh, outgoing message used to be, "Please leave a meaningful message at the tone." <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, you know what is a meaningful message is uh, you a message know, from the K Y we'll, notebook. Yeah, but that's not yet. Not yet. Well, we we'll, we will derail one of your bad takes about football later on <laughs> in the show, I and mean, it's about a team that's a uh, team that has a good record, but. Is a fraudulent, fraudulent group, fraudulent. So uh, we'll get to that a little later on. But uh,
1: Fra- do you mean the Dallas Cowboys? Mmm, wrong one. Dallas Cowboys. What almost happened? Nah, you can't say that. They didn't lose. They didn't, but they almost did.
0: Yeah, but almost means nothing because they ended up winning the game. I know. I so. know. It's
1: unfortunate. Yeah, it really is. But uh, anyways, so where are we start today, Jack? We got MLB to talk about. We got NFL. Uh, do we have college football? A little to, bit. I think so, yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll get to some NHL. Flyers lose another heartbreaker last night. Ooh, Get a Heartbreaker because he Flyers,
0: was in Flyers! Uh, what happened? What uh, happened is they're
1: not a good hockey team. That's How all. you
0: lose to the Arizona Coyotes? Because
1: uh... we're like the worst team in the league. But, okay. We're actually only seventh in the Metropolitan Division. Yeah. So, so Columbus is worse. Yeah, man. Columbus! They're so bad. What's happening? Yeah, they're terrible. How you
0: doing worse than the Philadelphia Flyers? Uh, yeah. Columbus is not
1: good. Not good at all. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have some monster performances to talk about in the NFL yesterday. A lot of big showings from top-of-the-line teams. And, uh, well, a couple, actually. But, um, man, oh, man, and a good uh, good Sunday night football game last night to talk about. So, all that ahead and more on this jubilant finals week edition of Heavy Hitters. Thank you for joining us. Uh, maybe me and Jack in the in the holiday season will be a little nicer to each other. You know? Yeah, maybe, maybe,
0: potentially. So, we'll see how we're feeling. Yeah, but um, we gotta, you know, start off with some, you know, a couple minor signings. Sean Mania last night goes to the San Francisco Giants uh, from San Diego. Uh, so he is moving on on a two-year deal. Um, so- Wait,
1: Mania um, on a three-two from Mania. What is uh, who did he pitch to that hit a home run off him? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh man, that's gonna drive me crazy. I can I can hear Joe Davis. Oh no, I think he came in after the Hoskins home run. I think so. Maybe. Uh maybe not. That was no, that was Dylan Lee. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I'll think about it. We'll come back to it. We will. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm trying to find the exact details for Mr. Manai. I know it was a two year deal, I think around twenty five, if I had to guess. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get the confirmation. Yeah, two year deal, no money. Oh yeah, twenty five. I was right, right on the money. Look at that. Right is on. he a the starter? Money, baby. Yeah, he is Yeah, a starter? Yeah.
1: Okay. I think it was the Marsh home run. I'm going to lock in the Marsh three run homer. So, deep right field. There it goes. Marsh comes through.
0: It's okay. You need to stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player,
1: Jack. You need to. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know how to push Jack's buttons. Brandon Marsh, greater than Brandon Nimmo. Next. That eight is, years. oh my, my. Next eight years. Stop it. Two presidential You're terms. You're an to prove absolute it. joke. I'm not. You're a joke. I'm not. That is. Sorry. Did uh, did Brandon Nimmo hit a three-run home run in the playoffs yet? Um,
0: no. But there's sample size that backs up that. Oh, he could have hit that same home run if he played more games. Could have. So. But because he played worse. But uh, anyway, let's get let's get right into our baseball discussion here. Man yeah, yeah, I goes to the Giants. It. A couple minor other signings. Um, we'll get to some other signings in a bit. In terms of uh, my favorite team, baby, woo! But uh, Mitch, are you mad? Steve no. Cohen's the owner of the Mets. No, really? Why would I be mad? Because he just spends a lot of
1: money. And yeah, it, gets it a lot of makes it players. funnier when you guys lose every year. So, dude, why would I be mad? I mean, it obviously hasn't worked since 1986 on a fluke play by Buckner. No, I don't care. No. Are you mad that the Phillies are amazing? No. No. Oh. We well, should be. Why would I? Trey be? Turner's gonna be haunting your dreams Why for the next would I eleven be? years because they went to the World Series, they beat the team you couldn't. The Padres, okay. and they didn't win at all. So I think you should wear the Padres me. hat.
0: No, no, that thing will not be going back on my head until they play the Phillies again.
1: Wow, or the Braves. Or I the, think, um, or the Nationals. Did we come to that agreement that uh, you know the uh, with the jersey exchange? By the way, with the Nimmo thing. Uh, we didn't
0: officially. We didn't? Okay,
1: so we're thinking about it. I might have to buy a Brandon Nemo jersey. Yeah, which would actually hurt my soul, but hey, it's spirit okay. of giving, Jack.
0: Yeah, it's the holiday season, folks. The so holiday season. My phone just went your off. Phone, gotta put that on silent. I, I said that when my
1: phone talks to me every show.
0: Uh, yeah, you know that's really unprofessional. Man. I'm very sorry time. about that, but you know what's not unprofessional? <sighs> a message from the KUR notebook. Attention KU community. Want KUR at your event? No problem. Go to www.kutztown.edu slash Find the live events slash remotes, read the reminders, and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an e member of KUR will reach out to you as soon as possible. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Welcome back to Heavy Hitters, everybody, on this glorious Monday afternoon, right yeah. at the start of finals week. Roar on we're nearing the end of the semester here, and that means we're almost ending our showtime here, Mr. Smeth. That's crazy for, for a break. That's crazy. But uh it is it has been a fast We'll past be back semester. for the Eagles
1: Super Bowl run though. We'll be
0: back uh, in January, actually. So yeah. um but that's give then, or take,
1: like the twenty fourth ish, I wanna say. Yeah.
0: But that's not what we have to worry about today.
1: Jack, the city of Philadelphia. I quick we'll get to The City we'll, of Philadelphia. We'll get to NFL in, in a hot minute here, but uh one of the shows I follow on uh, local radio here, their their poll question today is: uh, Would anything less than the Super Bowl be a letdown for this Eagles team? <laughs> I mean, come on, can we can we get there first? Can we get there first? I'm, I, this whole Super Bowl or bust nonsense. I mean, look, we were not expected to be this good this season. This is an I don't overachieving know team. I, no, they were not expected to be this good. Defense had a lot of questions. Jalen Hurts had a lot of questions, and so far it's worked. But I was not expecting a deep, deep, deep playoff run this this season. I thought, sure, we're a divisional round team, maybe an NFC championship team, but I thought there were better teams. Sure, now it looks like the Eagles have separated themselves, but we don't know. I don't think anything less than a Super Bowl would be a letdown this year. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, but the way they're playing right now, look, if
0: they don't win the Super Bowl, it's uh, bad times.
1: I don't know about that. That's we'll get to it. I just wanted your immediate comment. I mean, look, if you I make the conference that.
0: championship game, fine. That's, you know, a point where uh, you know, if you're looking at this team and they make the conference championship game, it's just, you know, it's a good run, but yeah. short of what we hoped. Yeah. And but if you lose in the first two rounds, if man, you, you're if gonna be dogged.
1: Especially if you're the one seed and you lose in the divisional round, that's definitely a letdown. Sure. But I I think a playoff win, I don't think you can be sad with that season, no matter how it goes. So yeah, those words are going to come back to bite me in the rear. Uh I guarantee it come uh, championship weekend if you make it there. Yeah, we probably will. But, probably, uh, but you never know. Yeah. You just never know. Just give me the Bucks in the in the divisional round. Oh man, that would be beautiful. Yeah. We'll talk about it. MLB though, back to the signings. Manaya to the Giants. They haven't gotten Radon, so uh they get Manaya. Yeah, they're trying to get They're a, really trying, but a big
0: name pitcher here and they might be trying to get a reunion with Mr. Carlos Rodon, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Just scrolling through the top three agents. I mean, since we were last on air, Xander Bogart signed an 11-year deal with the Padres. Big-time deal. Big-time deal right there. Uh, Brandon Nimmo back with the Mets on an eight-year deal. Oof. I love it. Oof. I love it. And I love it. I mentioned on that Wednesday show, you know, the Mets got to get Nimmo and Ep- uh, Epler. Oh, Epler's the GM, so he got Nimmo back. And we got still Senga. have Epler. <laughs> and we got to get Sanga, and we did. We got both of them. Nimmo on an eight-year deal, Senga on a five-year deal. Now Senga does have an opt-out after year three of that contract if he so chooses, but uh, really team-friendly deal for your three and four starters. Great job by Epler to work both of those contracts and getting him on the long term. I mean, you know, you brought the price down by giving him the couple extra years, but now Brandon Nimmo will be a, a met for life uh, through and through. He'll be a met more than likely till the end of his career. So. Nimmo's going to be rocking the blue and orange. Unless he gets traded. For
1: a long time, and he ain't getting traded, I can tell you that. Why not? Because he just won't. Mets are going to be selling at the deadline in a few years. Are you kidding? Me? No. Are you kidding me? Oh. Five years into that contract, trade at the deadline for a prospect. Haul. I think the
0: Phillies have a better chance to be worse than five years than the Mets do.
1: I don't know about that one. Why? Because we have up and coming pitching, we have guys here long term. Yeah, the Mets have a bunch of short contracts, though,
0: which means we can keep the farm system getting built up, which we already have, and then let those guys come in take over and then fill in the pieces where we need to be. I think the Mets have a better sustainable future than the than the Phillies do.
1: I disagree. I think the long you have Harper and you have work. Harper and Turner, and that's it. Harper and Turner, yeah, Castellanos has four more years. That's fine. Jt
0: will be coming up after next year.
1: Then yeah, you'll find another catcher. Yeah, traded so That's rub. a
0: that's a question mark. That will. You know, be Hoskins rub. is thirty. Right,
1: uh, yeah, I think he's thirty. Yeah,
0: getting towards thirty, so he's getting on the plus side of thirty. You're gonna have to give him a long term deal. Yeah, I hope so. That's gonna be you know question mark. Does that fully work out, especially down those latter back half years? Uh, second base, you know, Stott. He's a younger guy. We'll see if he can fully develop into what his Stott potential and Bone shows. Will be fine. Yep, uh, I think Bohm will be good. He's got a good bat defense yeah. taking
1: minor steps forward. But I think those four, I mean, Boehm, Stott, Harper, Turner, I think that's a great foundation to build off of, especially with the up-and-coming pitching they have. Yeah, but if I mean, it, their farm if, system's if is terrible. Well, so far, but it's getting rebuilt slowly. Yeah, very uh, slowly. You know, consider if if you you know get a couple of good years out of Castellanos here, trade him at a deadline for prospects. I mean... You're just going to have to fill a DH position at that point. Keep Schwarber in left if you still have him or if you find someone else. Uh, Martian center, Harper and right. I mean, you're just looking for a DH. You can trade Castellanos for I think sex. you have
0: the window of this team wrong. I, I think the window to win is in the next two to three years.
1: Uh, I just really uh, have found a lot of faith in Dave Dombrowski to perpetuate success. Uh for the lookout of this I mean this team didn't have any success. I'm saying though on the with this team at all. Like with this current built roster. I think this roster is built for success in the next two years, definitely. Uh but I think Dombrowski finds a way to perpetuate that four or five, six years from now. We'll see. I, I really believe that. I, I think uh, he's really shown that he's in this uh for the long term with the long signing of Turner. Um with the you know the I I think the move that really shows it is the Marsh deal, right? that's a calculated trading your top one of your top prospects who's going to be the up-and-coming catcher for a starting center fielder For a starting center be fielder, best for his career first no i i think they see real improvement there uh with brandon marsh i think it will pan out to be a good sign a good trade and uh that, that was a long-term move though he's here for five years uh i think they do have an eye to the future i do have trust in this, uh, in this current regime, and and that feels weird to say about the Phillies, especially following the Clintac era and stuff like that. So, And it's weird because both of us now feel trust in our respective organizations. So odd, isn't it? In an era
0: like, you know, in the past, I'd say from post-2011 for the Phillies till about, you know, last couple years, I'd say, you didn't really have trust in where you're... The, what was the direction? No. Where were we going? What were we doing? But now you kind of have some clarity, and you have a good executive in Dabrowski who... You know, he's he's building this roster they're gonna be competitive year in and year out, and that's just the expectation. Yep. Uh, because they're a top five spending team in the league. So, I mean, they should be competitive year in and year out when you're putting that much money into your team. Hundred percent. And, you know, the Mets are kinda of in the same boat. They're the highest paying team in the league. They're number one by a mile. And, you know, Steve Cohen with an open checkbook and he's really open to he can sign anybody he really wants to. And, you know, Epler's going out and willing to get the guys and bring, you know, some quality players back to New York to the free agency. That's something I've never seen in my life, and it's it's a really really solid breath of fresh air for me. So it's an interesting time in the NL East. I mean, you know, our two teams are really competitive, and of course, you got the mainstay atop the Atlanta Braves, who've won the division the past five years consecutively. Looks so, like they're poised to do it some more. Yeah, they're poised to be competitive year in and year out for the long term future. So you know, the East is going to be a fun fun division for quite some time. It's going to be a powerhouse uh, with the respective owners and executives. Can you imagine run the Marlins
1: get good? look out. Yeah. Man, oh man. Uh, NF NL East. Jeez. Uh, really really a competitive division. Let's keep talking about the uh the Sanga deal. You were excited about that one. I was so excited.
0: Sanga's got a great rotation. Fastball topped out at 102 last year, but it was averaging around 96. He's got this hybrid changeup pitch he likes to call the ghost forkball. It's got some silly movement on it. I watched some Sangha highlights over the weekend. Also features a, you know, a cutter, slider, it uh, doesn't really have a curveball, but uh, I forget what his other pitch is, but he's a guy who can mix and match a lot of pitches. You know, there's been some debate, how will he adjust to the MLB stage? Uh, but he's already faced some MLB hitters before. He was pitched for Japan in the 2017 World Baseball Classic, uh, facing at the time Andrew McCutcheon and Eric Hosmer, who were, you know, McCutcheon was kind of down on the tail end, I would say, but Hosmer was kind of smack dab in the middle of his prime there after the 2015 Royals World Series run, so you know he faced some good hitters, Couldn't and he also they Adam Jones as well. Who the Royals? Don't talk about that. We don't <laughs> need to talk about that. But um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> Salt in the wound. still hurts. Yeah, but. I know. Hey, you want to talk about still hurts? I'm only a month and a half removed. Yeah, okay? it it'll still calm hurt down.
0: unless you win. Unless you win one, then it'll wash the pain away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Got to do it first. But um, getting back to free agency discussion. I, again, Sagan a really good signing. Mets needed a three starter to compliment after Scherzer and Verlander. We got that. The rotation's been filled out now. I uh, got Nemo. I think the Mets are still trying to get one more bat and finalize that bullpen, and then they'll be done. Uh, so it's really good. I really like it. I really like this team. I know the lineup's the same, but if you get one more guy who can hit some home runs, man, this team will be poised to compete again, and uh, that's all I'm asking for. I want a consistent competitor year in and year out, and uh, that's what Steve Cohen and company are trying to build here in, in Queens. So I want a
1: World Series. That's oh, what I, I want
0: that too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you can't you can't get to the World Series without making the playoffs first. Obviously, so I mean, you got to be able to build a consistent. Can't make the World Series without out. getting
1: past the first round of the playoffs.
0: That too, but you know. Baby steps, Mitch. You got to, you got to, you got to make the playoffs um, first.
1: We kind of just, you know, no, we didn't really take the baby steps. No, you we took the just baby. cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah, you cut to the chase, <laughs> we're but like enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, you cut to the chase, but couldn't finish the job. And yeah. uh, we'll see if they can do that next year. But for me, look, a lot of the guys in the Mets roster, they didn't have playoff experience. Now the same goes to the Phillies. Same for the Phillies. I understand.
1: Yeah. I was, I was saying. I know. I know uh, you were getting there. I just, but, I was um, emphasizing. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's just for me that. Gets the guys some valuable experience like the McNeils, like the Alonzo, uh, Nimo, and, you know, get those guys back and they're going to be ready to go into another run. So, you know, run to the playoffs and hopefully further in the playoffs in the first round. But uh, we do have to take our first break with that being said. Sounds when we good. come back, we will further get into our MLB discussion talking about our teams, the state of the NL East and uh, some other big free agent markets are uh, free agents on the market and where they might end up. When it's all said and done, plenty more MLB talk coming to you next here on Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University K or And welcome back into Heavy Hitters, everybody here on the radio voice of Kutztown University K or am Ready, my good friend Mitch. He's always ready. I'm to ready. come back on after our breaks here. I'm trying to figure out if this was messages.
1: the uh, the clip I was looking for, but, but
0: um, Mitch, we got to get back to our MLB discussion here, real quick. Sure. Talked about the Mets. Talked about Sanga. He does actually feature a curveball, and Buster Posey was the other hitter I was searching for in terms of facing in the World Baseball Classic uh, against the United States, but for me, man, sanga he's, you know, got that good stuff. He You know, he made Otani look silly in Japan, and, uh, you know, there was a clip of him that I saw on Twitter, so I'm excited. I'm excited for Sanga. I'm excited for the new year, less uh, new baseball season, uh, and we are less
1: than 110 days away from it, Mitch, so it sounds like a lot, but- That's it?
0: It's really not that far.
1: No, I- re- It's like- Especially when when spring training hits and all the buzz surrounds yep. the teams, right? I love well, Like, that. what's the first day of the season this year? It's got to be back to it's late, late April March, right? Third?
0: No, 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 no. Um, so it was April. Is 8th it March thirtieth? Th- I think it might
1: be because it got pushed back a week
0: last yeah. year, a yeah. week or two. I think it is March thirtieth because I, I know the uh, the Yankees open up against the Giants because I was talking to my cousin about that. And if Judge went to San Yankees, Francisco, Giants, oh man, San Francisco, he would have opened the season in New York with yeah. the Giants against yeah. the Yankees. That would have been
1: incredible. Phillies have a. W- dumb opening uh, schedule don't they is it the Astros might be wait a minute Wait. A I minute. think it is because every year I think the
0: two teams in the World Series play each other at least how it's used to be really let me see though 2023 um, schedule the Mets open up yeah April 30th we play a four game set in April Miami April 30th oh no March 30th March 30th okay, I three always game say set that Miami. Miami. oh you
1: got four a cupcake four game set in Miami that's why do you always get easy four game sets to open the season you got the Nationals this year Come on, man. Let's go see the Phillies play.
0: Mitch says it's the Astros. I'm going to lock is, in the Astros. It says guess right. Dun-dun-dun. No. No? Oh, my goodness, yes! What? Yes, I can root for him on opening day! Who is it? The Phillies will take a the trip drum. down to Texas. Oh, my God! You can't escape him just yet. <laughs> The Rangers, who I don't like him. The Rangers, who torched the Phillies last year, yeah, by the four way. And 4 0. 4 0 against <laughs> I mean, the Phillies. What is happening? <laughs> oh, the Rangers and Jacob DeGrom will face the Phillies on opening day. That's so far, not so far away, but man, I'm already so looking forward to it. I love baseball. We both love baseball. We're just yeah. hardcore baseball guys. And, so, uh, but that being said... I think yeah, my gotta... point,
1: though, was... Sorry sorry to cut you off. Oh, oh. No, I was sorry. making a point before that tangent. Yeah. But, uh, like, we come back from the semester, right? And it's like the the immediate grind of, like, trying to get back into the, the flow of things. You have the Super Bowl, too, to carry you through. That carries you through almost halfway through February, right? Uh, because of how late the season goes now. And then... Spring training is underway, and before you know it, opening day is going to be here, Jack. We only have like a month of stuff to get through. Yeah, when we start the
0: spring semester, it'll
1: be January 24th, and that means we'll be, it'll be the a day month from after, spring training. Right, and it, and it will be the day after uh, Divisional Weekend in the NFL. Yeah. Like, we're going to have—or actually, yeah, yeah, Divisional Weekend in the NFL. We'll have so much going on. There will be so much talk about MLB. There will be, obviously, NFL playoffs. We'll have to recap the college football playoffs, the bowl games— Everything Ooh. will be going on. You won't wanna miss heavy hitters. You won't um, not at all. And by the way, are we are we announcing the new time anytime soon or uh we
0: gotta finalize it yet. That's finalize not it. directly finalized. We had an idea, but uh we will put out a PSA. Heavy hitters will be moving times next semester. It yes. is TBD when we switch, but it is an important announcement as we're ending the year.
1: Yep. No, one likely uh, one idea that we floated around, this is not definite yet, but one idea was like you know 9 in the morning potential morning sports potential talk morning show potential morning sports which i would i would totally vibe with that'd be awesome but uh looking to stay same uh monday wednesday schedule so same days just different, different time. times that, that was smooth
0: yeah we Something said like different that. times but we were at the same time same time, time. so
1: <laughs> Heim time time <Heim> time yeah <laughs> uh yeah so heavy hitters will be moving time slots uh, yeah oh my god <laughs> All right, well... Yeah, we got to get back to MLB. Okay, MLB, uh, real quick.
0: Three of the biggest free agents are still left on the market. Uh, we got Carlos Correa, we have Carlos Rodon, and here for the Dan B. Swanson. Yeah, for real. Uh, Mitch, we're going to start on the shortstop side of things, and we're going to go with uh, Mr. Correa here. Now, yeah. as of recent, the Giants and Twins have been rumored the favorites uh, for Correa, according to MLB Network, but um, where do you think Correa will end up? To me, it's the Giants. Okay.
1: To me, it's Giants after they missed out on the judge, uh, on Judge Judy there. (laughs) Judge Judy. (laughs) Um, I think they're looking for a big-time signing. Uh, They're reeling. I think since they missed out on Judge, they'll be willing to up their offer a little more to make sure they don't miss. Uh, Give me uh, Correa to the Bay Area. All right. All right. Bay Area Correa. I will join you there.
0: I think nice. he's going to go to the Giants, and it's because, like, you, I mean, you, you made some great points there. They need a big guy. They've they've been big game hunting here in this offseason, but they've swung and missed every time. I mean, Judge swinging a miss. Nimmo, they were after swinging a miss. And now— How do you miss Nimmo? Honestly. Come on. But, uh, you know, now now they're going after Correa. They've still been in talks with Rodon, along with the Yankees and the Cardinals, and we'll get to Rodon in just a minute. But for me, yeah, it's, it's Correa to the Giants. They need a big guy. They're trying to turn things around and get back to competing like they were in 2021— and I think they're going to get Correa there on a long-term deal. at yeah. West Coast. Yep, I agree. West Coast, best Coast,
1: and he could play the Dodgers, who've had some history with Correa. I want to talk about that division a little bit too, because um, that's the only other one in the uh, NL that is competitive. Yeah, the <laughs> and, Central's and, uh, just a dumpster fire, and outside it's of really St. Louis. probably the only other that's majorly competitive uh, around baseball. I mean, the AL East, I guess. But, uh, East is good, yeah. Yeah, it's good, but it, it's not you know world beaters like you're seeing in the in the NL. East and West, in my opinion, I agree. Um, obviously, the Astros are going to rule the Central or the, they West. the West. Yeah, sorry, and uh, the Central is just going to be a dumpster fire that the Guardians will probably get again. Uh, that's just you know early predictions from Mitchell Smith. But so, well, with less divisional games, it will be interesting to see how those things go. That's true. You're absolutely right on that. They're not going to be farming these wins. But uh, how do you see the NL West shaping up? Because obviously, now you have that big deal um, for the for the Padres with um their shortstop Bogarts and uh adding him to a star-studded lineup already um do you think the Padres are going to be the class of this uh division getting the best of the Dodgers in the in the playoffs do you think they can uh replicate that in a in a full season of baseball no no okay. not yet you think the Dodgers are still the class of the west it's kind of like the Braves you
0: know you got to beat them in the regular season to prove to me that otherwise that it's going to happen i mean they've won the west Let's see. From 2013 till now, they've won it every year except for 2021, uh, where the Giants... Giants surged. Yeah, 107-55. dreaded so that's, Gabe
1: Kapler, uh, captain to that squad. I but. mean, nine
0: of the last ten division titles have gone LA's way. I yeah. mean, you got to be able to prove it to me before... Look, I'm going with the Dodgers. The Padres are a really good roster, and Bogarts fills that hole at shortstop until Tatis uh, would get back, but now they're probably going to move Tatis to the outfield when that's all said and done. Um, I think maybe the left field will slot him in there. It's interesting to see how they manage that. But now they got four superstar players: Bogarts, yeah. Soto, Machado, and Tatis when he comes back. Yeah. And exactly. the interesting is about Soto; he hasn't gotten a long-term uh, contract yet. No, you're right. So he's still going to be an upcoming free agent after this upcoming season. This is their year. So they're either going to go for it. They're going to all for it this year. Or they're trying to build up that core and get Soto there on a long-term deal, which I think AJ Preller will be vying to do. But uh, I think this is the Padres'
1: year, man. Really? I think they win the division. I I could totally see it happening. It's 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 not improving. Uh, I think the Padres are improving. I think it's as simple as that. Well, uh, he's hesitant.
0: I don't know. I don't know how to gauge it. I don't know how to gauge it. It's weird. It is weird. It's really odd. Anyways. but just kind of sprung on that. Yeah, it's all good, and it's a good topic of discussion because I look, I'm I'm in the Dodgers camp, and I'm firm there. Gross. Because I think they're going to get one of the bigger free agents in the market. And we'll oh, get to them in a minute. okay, a oh, good transition, and we'll that get was to in a minute. Yes, uh, but for Rodon, where do we think, uh, real quick? Rodon. I'm, Actually, we could go. I don't know. I'm just say Yankees.
1: Yankees. Okay. Yankees.
0: Uh, I think the Cardinals maybe splurge on that. Market. I like the Cardinals uh, idea. Yeah, that that caught my eye too. So I think the Cardinals get Rodon, and uh, you know I think this team gets Dansby. Wants. Where do you think he's going? Back to Atlanta. I, th-
1: I think back to Atlanta. To
0: St. Louis. I think Atlanta. I don't. Wow. You've been on the Atlanta train for a long time though and I moved off of it wow. because it's gone on so long. You know okay. what I'm saying? When, when you see guys who've been with an organization for a long time and the contracts, you know, discussion have kind of slowed, slowly materializing, I think he's as good as gone. So you think
1: he's going to unite with Freddie
0: Freeman? I do. Wow. Dansby Swanson will go out to play shortstop and be the next guy for the L.A. Dodgers for the long term. He'll repair with Freddie Freeman. Replacing Trey Turner. Replacing Ted. Trey Turner. So. so,
1: yeah, he's pairing up with Freddie Freeman. Uh, He'll rock that Dodger who blue. Who I uh, confirmed was on the Dodgers last show. Yeah, you figured that out. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, man, that was gross. I mean, Freddie Freeman's on the Braves. He's been on the Dodgers for like a year. Right? Matt Olson. Matt Olson is on yeah. the Braves. Uh yeah, I would love to see the uh you know a tight race between the Padres and Dodgers though just for the exciting Joe Davis highlights that that would produce. Yeah, new absolutely. favorite announcer. Well,
0: one more I want to talk about real quick. Sure. Chris Bassett, former Mets three starter last year was with the A's and he's not in the same conversation obviously with Swanson, Rodon, and Correa, but he's like in the tier B left. He's probably the best free agent left of the yeah group he's B very guys. good. So where do you think Bassett's gonna go? He's in an interesting situation. He's 33 years old, coming off a really good year with the Mets. Yep and now he's got a open market in front of him. Really, the only other starting pitcher he's in jockeying with for money is Carlos Rodon, and he's clearly an ace-type pitcher where Bassett's more of a three. Where would you see Bassett going? Because I, I think he's trying to take his time and figure it out, so I, most teams are on the table
1: here, I'd say. I could see uh, Rodon going to the Yankees, like I said, and then you said this team would splurge on Radon, but I, I think the Cardinals would take the the option B here in Bassett. I could see it. I really could. I um, think it's it's more their budget. Um it fits the same need. Uh he's not going to be that great uh as as Radon obviously, but uh still a good pitcher. And just get him out of my division cuz he hurt me last year. All right. What do you think? Where do you think Bassett goes?
0: I don't know. It's interesting. I'm just looking at because Florida State just got a transfer tight end. the Number one transfer tight end, Jaheem Bell from South Carolina, former four-star recruit, so I'm excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Good sir. It was to him. And him, yes. No, to him uh, I know. for transferring, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but to me for being a Florida State fan. <laughs> Good job. You picked a team that picked a tight end. Good job. I picked a team who's now on the, on the rise again, man. I'm so I picked happy. a team and I could talk that's 12-1 that
1: in, in the NFL and uh, Super Bowl favorite. Just saying. Alright. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested.
0: There's so many options for Bassett. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Toronto gets in on this. Yeah, Toronto. But I, I don't I don't know. I, I really Who did they really sign this weekend?
1: Know. They signed uh
0: Kevin Kiermeyer. Kiermeyer, I yes. to play center field.
1: Yep. I can play you No, know,
0: it was so funny. I saw a video and it was from one of the this, the Mets pages and it was a video of the blue J- a couple of Blue Jays fans live streaming and they were really mad because and they were like, I hate Steve Cohen. He just signed Brandon Nimmo and David Robertson. Oh wait, did we talk about that?
1: No, we didn't touch on the David Robertson. David Robertson is so, gonna be Jack, I'm telling you, he's going to be very bad this year. Well, I hope not. He showed extreme weakness this late season, and he's only getting older.
0: Well, I really hope that's not
1: the case. I think you're in for a budget jurist familia case. Really, budget, budget, That's terrible budget. budget. Not, I don't think it goes that bad. Dude. Not CJ Krohn crushing dude, that my heart goes, while Jack Heims on the phone. But that uh, goes, dude. That goes like off the deep end, dude.
0: Yeah. you're telling me Dave Robertson goes from a really good reliever to Jerry's familiar. He was never a really
1: good. He had flashes. He was days. good with the Cubs. He, yes, but for a and very short amount of time. What have you said? It's it, this is the life of the reliever. You bounce around. You have a good, a really good year, and then you come way back down to earth. Right? It's like the. It's like Strom. It's exactly like what you told me with Strom. That's true. I I just I, he's old. He's in his 30s, isn't he? Close to 40. Yeah, like that's what I meant. Like late 30s, right? So I, I think the age in the pitching for the Mets is really going to show this year. I think him, Verlander, uh, who's the other guy? other old guy. I forget. But uh, I, I just don't think it's going to be good. And, you know, as much as I hate to see one of our World Series uh, pitchers go away, um, you know, the guy got hurt celebrating a Bryce Harper home run in the wild card round. So <laughs> that's what you're in for. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. And David Robertson that. is on the injury re- uh, list. Oh, what's wrong with him? Calf injury. Real quick. He didn't even pitch. How did he sustain a calf injury? Yeah, I don't celebrated know. Celebrated Bryce Harper's home run. What the bad. hell? That was bad. Didn't end up mattering. We won I, keep the say, I keep saying
0: this. It's like one more, but there's actually, I keep scrolling through the list and I find three more intriguing ones. And we'll be quick with two of them, but I want to spend a vast time discussing the other. Andrew Benintendi, who was with the Royals, really good season, then went to the Yankees, continued it before getting hurt for the rest of the season. Do you think he goes back to the Yankees? Do they need a corner outfielder?
1: Yeah, I, I
0: think he will. But I, I'd like I, to see him in the Met Blue. Oh, I would love to see Ben Benintendi be a Met. That would be so great. Philly.
1: I, I wanted the Phillies to get him at the deadline last year. That didn't come did. out. Yeah, so that was annoying. But uh, I think he stays in the pinstripes. Okay, you think he stays with the Yankees? I probably do
0: too. I think he'll go back to the Yankees, but my heart wants to see him become a Met, so... My mind, my logical pick is the Yankees, but my heart says Mets. So yep. I will go with the Yankees, but secretly, not secretly. Just say up New York. Mets to get him. the pulling for the Mets to get him. Just All say right, New York. Former Philly, Gene
1: Segura. Where <laughs> yeah. is he
0: going to go? Uh, not going to be back with the Phillies. Uh, that's for certain. No, thank
1: you. But, Sorry, uh, Gene. You were amazing. Love you. Uh, but you're gone.
0: Where do you think the 32 year old second baseman goes?
1: I don't know. I don't even know who's interested in him. Honestly. I don't know either. But
0: like, if you had to pick one team, I know this is tough, but. Reunite with the Mariners? <laughs> I don't know.
1: They got Colton Wong them in a the trade. So. I know. Yeah, that's that. That that's what we talked about. It kind of doused. that Back to Milwaukee. Idea. Could be Milwaukee. Is McCutcheon still there? No. No. He was. Where I did think he go? maybe. I thought he. Reti- I thought he's going to retire. Is he? Okay. Probably soon. I know. I uh, I watched him on Opening Day. It's the last I heard from Andrew let's McCutcheon. Look, let's look it up. <laughs> um, I should know these things because the Phillies were in a race with the Brewers for like most of the season. Uh, Gene Segura, I don't really know. Not much of a market for him. Uh, Free agent. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Andrew. Uh, I don't really know. What do you think about the Segura thing? I don't know. I don't have a feel.
0: Maybe San Fran. Could be San Fran. Could be. Uh, Dodgers have been talking to McCutcheon, by the way. Really? Okay. Go be oh, a Dodger. interesting. All right. The one I want to spend a little bit time more on is uh, Christian Vasquez. He's the Catcher of the Astros got him at the deadline. World Series champion. Christian Vasquez. I don't like you. And, uh... I don't like you. you yeah, to re- he was, he uh, to repay me. Out there that on that time. field celebrating while the Phillies were sulking, and...
1: I didn't rub it in like that. All I asked you was who won the... Who, who did they play in the 2015 World Series? That's Sorry. all I asked. Sorry. That's all I asked. It's okay. Who did they uh, cause to sulk for, you know, seven years and counting? And never shut up about it? I don't
0: know. Uh... <laughs> Vasquez, where is he going to go? Do you think he re-ups with Houston, or do you think he's gone? I'd say Houston. Really? I think he'll go back. Yeah, I don't really have a team. I just want to know like what your gauge was.
1: I think he'll re-sign. I mean, who's their other catcher? The <laughs> Mr. Maldonado. <Cheater> bat? Yeah, <laughs> Maldonado. Guy can't hit anyway. I don't even know. why I know. I'm hey, about he got that. a single. He got an RBS single. Yeah, though. of course. Uh, yeah, I remember that game. They were talking about. Uh, the problem is after this batter here, Maldonado's been an automatic out. Swigging him as he struck about. That'll bring up Maldonado with two outs. <laughs> and a base hit into right field. <laughs> and like, that's gonna score a run. It's like there's no way. There's no way this is happening. <laughs> and then Kyle Tucker hit his second home run. Kyle Tucker! Owning game one! Oh, <laughs> uh, and then we won. So it's okay. It's okay. You're one bright spot. There were two bright spots. The South Philly Bombers have five!
0: What, did 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 the Phillies go up 2-1? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. And then lost
1: three straight. I don't like you. Chance McCormick makes the catch! We were talking about that in the lobby earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I looked like him. Apparently. Diving for a ball during a game of blind ball. Yeah. Fun game we play here at KUR. Very good game. We got to take a break.
0: We do got to take a break. And, uh... We're going to shift focus when we come back. Uh, it was good a good little MLB discussion here. Love it. And uh, we're going to move on to NFL when we come back here for our second break of hour number one in the 40 minute mark of the opening hour of the show. Don't go anywhere. Plenty more coming your way next here on Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University.
1: K.U.R. Kutztown. And welcome. I knew it. <laughs> I knew. I called. That's why I hesitated. And welcome back into Heavy Hitters, Mitchell Smedley. Jack I'm turning the dial oh. <laughs> <laughs> We like that fun here at Heavy Hitters. Oh, and we are back. Oh. We
0: are back from our break. Now I'm Helen Keller. And oh my god. <laughs> and Jack, I'm spending. turning
1: the dial up on the volume in my
0: headphones. See, oh, it does my headphones too. So it's not just <laughs> a solely But
1: you know it's coming. Yeah. That's I don't kind have of that luxury. Oh. oh, and now I broke it. Oh no. We're good. Okay.
0: Oh, no. Well, we're back. Our microphone. It's broken. Stop. Stop right now. You don't remember that meme. I No, I do. Our table. It's broken. Okay. Well, you know what's not broken? Uh, the Eagles. I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's not broken?
1: The NFL slate. We're back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what's not broken?
1: We're back. <laughs> uh- <laughs> nice. All right. Well, enough horsing around here. we got to get into it. Oh, our... You got caught in your throat there. Horsing know. around. I don't horsing know. Horsing around in the parking lot.
0: <laughs> we're back. We're starting 1 o'clock Sunday games. Um, I was going to
1: be like, no, we're not. It's 2.45.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get this over with early. Let's yeah, do it. I'm, I'm done. Wait, we
1: didn't talk about Thursday night. Yeah, uh, <sighs> Did we got it. No, I'm just kidding. We do. Yes, we do, because it was a gutsy performance by Josh. Jacobs, unfortunately, it was an even gutsier performance by Baker Mayfield, who in the last seconds of the game leads a 98-yard drive down the field, tosses a touchdown to Van Jefferson to take the lead 17-16 after being down 16-3 with three minutes to go in the game, and they beat the Raiders. Well, I can't really
0: much say it better than that. It's a great (laughs) recap there. Former number, one, former number one overall draft pick and bust. Baker Mayfield, he finds a way to get back in as a starter with the Rams due to so many injuries there, and uh, lead a game-winning drive. Good for Baker. Look back at that to, man. Back to head his teammates without a helmet on, and they have their helmet <laughs> on. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether he's trying to inflict
1: some some brain injuries on himself or something, or maybe he's just, yep. just that excited. Yeah. Cam Akers got in the end zone with about three minutes to go. Earlier in the first quarter, Josh Jacobs got in the end zone before he. Uh, Good thing you turned the mic down. Yeah. Just in case. Uh, Josh Jacobs got in the end zone before, uh, in the third quarter, on a running play for about 15 yards, seemed to, you know, destroy his pinky finger. Uh, He was in a lot of pain the rest of the game, uh, left, went to the locker room, came back like 90 seconds later. He played through it, was in pain after every play, Uh, used it to stiff arm a defender, though. I mean, it was a gutsy performance by Josh Jacobs, should have put his team in position to win. However, the Raiders played to not lose, and they lost. So, the Rams uh, dashed the hopes of the Raiders to sneak back into the playoffs. Uh, The Raiders had won three in a row. That would have been four. They would have had six wins-ish, I think, right? Yep, six Uh, and seven. They would have been six and seven in the heart of the playoff race. They're five and eight. Still not out of it, but definitely on the outside looking in. They'll be watching that New England-Arizona game tonight, Uh, surely as many others will in the AFC. Jack, uh, any other takeaways from Thursday night football other than Al Michaels got way too excited? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh
0: great game, great ending. NFL script writers kind of use the same script from the it was Monday the exact night game. Same thing. Yeah. So, uh, hey guys, who write the scripts these games? Change it up a little bit. Yeah, please.
1: Come on. I like the Eagles script though. Yeah. That I, one will never. No, nah, I don't on like one. that. I don't like that one. That is not right. Uh, I also noticed. Wait, so the so it's happened twice but i also believe the eagles did it down 16-3 against the colts to win 17 uh 16 yep. in the final minutes yep yep so yep. this one's yep. getting yep. old yep yeah I mean, we got to find a new way come on at least use different numbers be original yeah i mean oh my goodness i don't know there were some original games uh i'm looking at Tampa Bay there that was pretty original but we'll get to it let's take it to the monday slate uh we're just going to get it out of the way like jack said eagles giants facing off in an nfc east showdown uh, both teams started the day in playoff position the Monday slate what you said the Monday? did I slate. say the Monday slate I think I said Sunday the one o'clock <laughs> on Sunday slate Eagles Giants uh both teams in playoff position Eagles 12 and one Giants seven four and one after they're coming off their tie with the commanders not seven five and one with the loss yeah so. now seven five and one with the loss uh oh. Eagles 12 and one did I say 12 one coming in they were 11 and one. Uh, They are now 12-1 because they put it on them. Uh, They started scoring early, and they did not stop. 48 total points. Giants ended up with 22. They got eight of those, when it really did not matter. Uh, I mean, this was an attack on all facets of the game. Uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, each with long touchdowns. Uh, Miles Sanders, a 40-yard touchdown run. Uh, Boston Scott, the giant killer, got in the end zone at the end just for old time's sake. Jalen Hurts rushes one in. Uh, and was there one more? I'm forgetting. Um, I believe there was. I think he threw it to like a Jack Stoll or something. Um, maybe it was Calcaterra. But Jalen Hurts has a monster day passing and rushing the football. Miles Sanders looked untouchable. He ran for, I believe, 144 and two touchdowns. Um, Saquon did not look good. The Giants did not look good. And uh, the lack of receivers, it showed. Uh, the lack of defense Lack of a secondary, it showed. Uh, Jack, where do you guys go from here? Still trying to make those playoffs and, and you know, put together something here down the stretch. Where do you go? Look, this team is
0: so hurt and they're so not deep. Like the receiver room is horrible. I mean, when your leading receiver is, you know, the trio of Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, and Darius Slayton, you're not gonna be in a position to be dynamic offensively. It's just not. I mean, look. Everyone knows the ball is going to be pre- predominantly going Saquon's way, and you know, for me, it's it's just painful, man. Started seven and one. Now we're seven
1: five and one.
0: It's 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 all sorts of bad. It's
1: yeah, insane. it's really. I mean, you said it. Started seven and one. Haven't gotten in the win column since. And I don't think the schedule gets much easier for the Giants. Who else they got coming up? We got Washington on
0: Sunday night. We Big got, game. We got Minnesota. At Big 1 game. o'clock, it's not prime time, so they'll probably beat us. <laughs> uh, you know, the Colts, it's a winnable game. And yep. then the Eagles again, when it'll probably be an irrelevant game for the Eagles at this point because they've already clinched the playoff spot. Yep. Now just trying to clinch the division with a couple more wins. But
1: I mean. Yep. Eagles punch their ticket to the postseason uh, for the second straight season. Last year, they were a first round blowout exit to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that was a disappointing game. Hoping to have a little bit of a different go at it this time around. Uh, their next game is against the Chicago Bears. Uh, and then they will face the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. That is the game circled on the calendar right now uh, for the Birds and a lot of the playoff picture moving forward down the stretch of December. Uh, what's the next game we want to highlight, Jack? I want to go to
0: Jets-Bills here. Twenty twelve win for Buffalo. They're up to an AFC best ten and three. And I like the Bills. I do. I predicted them to finish third, but man, I tell you what, I'm a big Buffalo guy. So I'm happy they're doing I'll good. Tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, man, I'm a big Buffalo guy, man. Oh yeah, man?
1: Very good team, man. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, let's Bills stop. Mafia.
1: Let's ride.
0: They're ten and three. Big game. Gritty one against their division rival Jets. And uh the Jets quarterback situation was Dicey, this Less game. Less than ideal. Yeah, exactly. It featured Mike White and Joe Flacco. And Mike White was a warrior. Left the game in the second quarter after a hit to the ribs. Came back in two plays later. Got hit in the ribs again in the third quarter and left the game a second time to get x-rays. Returned at the start of the fourth quarter and then finished the game. But immediately as the game ended, White left the field in the amb- in an ambulance and was sent to the hospital for testing on potential internal injuries. Ow. Gutsy performance. Literally. Best to you, Mike White, but uh, that is gutsy. But before we get back to our recap, we do have a quick message from the KU or Notebook. Attention, KU community. The Kutztown Folk Music Society's 2022-2023 season continues on Friday night, January 13th, with a performance by Ken Garrett and Henry Koretsky. These two longtime performers will bring out the strings in different musical styles. The performance takes place at St. Paul's UCC, which is located at 47 South White Oak Street in Kutztown. Doors open at 6 p.m., and the performance begins at 7.30 p.m., The parking and the entrance to the church are at the rear in the alley. Admission for adults is a $9 donation, while children 12 and under can attend for free. Food and drink will not be served. For more information, you can contact Keith Brinsonhoff at 484-336-9639 or St. Paul's UCC at 610-683-3393. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kudstern University. KUR. Heavy hitters, final seven minutes or so. Hour. Number one here on this Monday, uh, still up for debate if we're going to be back for Wednesday, but we're still in the, you know in the process of working that out right now. Uh, the goal is to be here on Wednesday for our final show of the semester, but uh, you know if things come up, things happen, et cetera, we don't know just yet. But the plan is to try to be back here for Wednesday for our last show of the semester. Anyway, with that being said, we're getting back into our football discussion. We are in the midst of talking about the Jets and the Bills, twenty to twelve. Buffalo won it. Mike White's gutsy performance. And now, Mitch, uh, your takeaways from this game.
1: My take. Oh, my, my takeaways are that sorry. my mic wasn't on, and uh, that's silencing my voice, Jack. Well, sorry, my it was during the notebook,
0: right? so I wanted to, you know, centralize it, you know, in case your phone centralize is it? going off. You know, centralize the focus. Centralized on government? On the message of the notebook. I'm okay. very sorry, good sir. It's okay.
1: Uh, some of us forgive you. Um, Mitch doesn't. Mitch <laughs> I don't. I really, uh, I just, I've had it up to here. He's irate. I, uh, I've had enough, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm moving out. I'm hanging a shingle. He's packing up and he's moving out. Um <laughs> so Bills are very good. This was an underwhelming performance, 8-point victory against a very distraught quarterback situation. Uh but they get the win. And good teams, you know, they get tight wins. They never really seem to be out of this game. it wasn't like they had to fight back into it. Uh they always seemed in control of it. Um And they got the win. They got the win against a divisional opponent. That's why I'm not too concerned. I definitely still think the Bills are the class of the conference. I'm still going to ride with that. Uh, Josh Allen is a very good quarterback. Um, Mike White is not. Joe Flacco is not. And that's... Oh, please. Sorry. Joe Flacco's elite. (laughs) There's a take from 2010. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm a decade
0: plus late. Yeah, exactly. You know, Super Bowl MVP Joe
1: Flacco, okay. mind you. Okay. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Exactly. Yes. They're in the same class. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco is him. Yeah. You know what they showed uh, during the Eagles game actually was that uh, Jalen Hurts only had like three picks this season and a whole bunch of uh, touchdown picks. It was like almost Nick Foles' 2013 stats. Like what a year he's having. We'll get to it. But um, I-, I think the Bills you are. Still no, I get it. I think the Bills are going to continue to win down the stretch. They may not blow the doors off people, but not everyone does that week in and week out, and uh, I think they're still going to be the number one seed in the conference. Go Bills. All righty then. Well, Control the division now fun. too with the Sunday night uh, result. Yes, and we'll get to that later on. Real quick, wrapping
0: up hour number one with one more game. Uh, we're going to talk about the Ravens and the Steelers here. Oof. Baltimore. Oof. Baltimore wins a... Interesting game. Tyler Huntley left her with a concussion, so his third-string quarterback, Anthony Brown, had to step in and fill the role. And it went 3-5 or for 16 yards after uh, Huntley left. J.K. Dobbins, Ravens got back to their identity, ground and pound. Uh, Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Tyler Huntley all had nine or more carries. Ravens ran it 42 times for 215 yards and a touchdown. That's averaging 5.1 a pop. Uh, you're going to take that every time uh, if you're an NFL team averaging 5 yards a carry because that's two-run plays and you're getting a first down. So. Uh, yep. You know, Ravens did what they needed to do, get back to basics and uh, run the ball down the zero's throat. Pittsburgh had no answer. Kenny Pickett left hurt early. Mitch Trubisky came in and played horribly. He was awful. Just like he always does. Two awful interceptions. uh, And then the one forced lead that was just overthrown. It is what it is. You're just trying to take a shot. But uh, Pat fired. got in the end zone. Yeah, Muth finds the end zone. The Muth.
1: I got the Muth in a trade at the deadline, and Deontay he finds Johnson? the end zone. Deontay Johnson for
0: your fantasy teams out there? Six for 82. I traded him away. Oh, I know. No, not for you, but like for all oh, oh, Deontay oh. Johnson owners.
1: Yeah, trade him George away. George Pickens, the Muth
0: deal. three for 78, and Aji Harris also finds the end zone. So Pittsburgh, they're trying to pick themselves up and get themselves back together here. They're five Did Aji find the. I thought they only got one touchdown. No, 16
1: 14. Oh. So. Yeah, shows how much I pay attention just knew
0: they lost by 2. So the Ravens they're still trying to keep pace ahead of the Bengals despite the
1: quarterback injuries. Yep. Yeah, the Ravens uh doing that. Uh when Lamar comes back, you know, can this still be a good football team? I I don't know. I'm not hy- hyper impressed by the Ravens this season, but they seem to be playoff bound here and uh you know, gutsy win it was close. They were on their third string quarterback. Congratulations to the Ravens. Uh this shows a lot of a lot of guts, a lot of um a lot of character about this team, I think. They didn't put up too many points, but what are you, what are you expected to do with a third-string quarterback? Um, you know, the running game, obviously, was the strength of this team this week. Uh, that's something you look for coming into these colder months, December, into January. And uh, they, they were able to execute that very well. So, you know, they have some weapons. They got, like, Mark Andrews. And nah!
0: No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: when but... the Mark comes back. Um, you know, not much in the receiver room, but, you know, we'll see how far the, these... Few guys can carry them. Uh, the defense did its job this week, allowed the late touchdown. Other than that, only seven points. Got the two easy picks. Ravens are vulnerable to a first round exit for me. I think so. I de- I'm trying they're to. They're carried them up. by their defense in the yeah. run game.
0: And I mean, when you can't throw the football, come the playoff time, you're going to need to be able to throw to beat teams like the Bills and the Chiefs and, and the Bengals. So, I mean, for me, uh, to beat those three teams, you're going to have to be able to throw it. They're not going to play those three teams in the first round if, if they win the division. If they're a wild card, they probably will. And uh yeah, things could the Ravens aren't going to win the division, are they? They're winning it right now and they have the better division record yeah, on the Bengals. I was going to say, but like cuz the Bengals are Oh boy. The Bengals are What's their records though? What's the Bengals record? 1 and 3 in the division.
1: 1 and 3 in the division.
0: Split with Pittsburgh, lost to What's uh, like their
1: actual record though? 9 and 4. And well, the Ravens 9 and 4. Oh, they're tied. Okay. The Bengals I, I... are 2 and 3 in the division, my bad. Look, the Ravens are going to lose some games down the stretch here. What's their upcoming schedule? They play uh... I know they play Pittsburgh again. Yeah, they play Pittsburgh again. They play Cincinnati again. I think Cincinnati wins that game and just I wins do. the division.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then they play Cleveland and Atlanta. Clay. Well, we do have to step, step aside for our hourly break. When we come back for hour number two, further getting over our NFL discussion, wrapping up about the Ravens and moving on for the rest of the slate. Stay tuned. Plenty more coming to me next here on Heavy Hitters.
1: Welcome back to our number two. Thank you for joining us along the road to an Eagles Super Bowl. Hour number two of Heavy Hitters on this Monday, December. Twelfth, 12th. 12th. December twelfth, twelve, twelve,
0: Monday yeah. final week. Everybody, yes, welcome into hour number two. Like Mitchell just said, Mitch, we got so much to talk about. Getting right back into the nitty gritty with our NFL discussion, we were talking about the Baltimore Ravens and how they're fraudulent.
1: They are fraudulent.
0: Nine and four. they, they, they ain't going anywhere, man.
1: They ain't going nowhere. Lamar Jackson overrated? No, I am just kidding.
0: No, he's good. But honestly, man, can't win a playoff game.
1: I am sorry. Uh yeah, it's it's. I mean, great. what he's zero and three in his career in playoff games? Is it zero and three? Oh my goodness, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Fourteen and two, and they were a first round exit. So, uh... what does that tell you? To the Titans, remember that? Yeah. Oh, oh he's one and three. One. He's three. won one game. Who did he beat? I don't even know.
0: I don't remember that game at all. Oh, oh, they oh they beat Tennessee and then lost to Buffalo.
1: They beat Tennessee. What year was this? Twenty twenty one. Oh. Did I like space out last year? Like I, oh, I remember that. Oh Wait, my didn't, goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Tennessee go to the AFC Championship? Not last
0: year. Not it was last Buffalo, year. Buffalo, Kansas. No, no, no. It was Kansas City and Cincinnati last year, and the year before
1: that it was Buffalo. versus It couldn't Kansas have been City. Kansas City and Cincinnati because last you year? said yeah. Buffalo beat the Ravens in the divisional round. No, it was two years ago, twenty twenty one.
0: Twenty twenty one was written last in twenty twenty one. It was the season of 2020.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, I completely spaced out on the 2020 season. The COVID, yeah. 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 Uh, That was the, yeah, the AFC Championship was Chiefs, Bills, and and Dave. stood out there and stared them down and all that. Uh, Yeah, and then before that, I mean, what happened? Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You said the Bills beat the Ravens? That's a game I don't remember at all. Man. I got to read up on my uh, NFL knowledge here. Wow, okay, real quick. Yeah. Uh MLB tidbit.
0: It's nothing breaking, but Steve Phillips on MLB Network Giants and Twins the favorites for Korea, but Yankees and Mets could in quote dabble as well. Huh, for Korea?
1: Yeah. Please don't touch him. Imagine the Mets get Korea. Please don't. What would you do? Uh, I don't Would think, you be mad? I don't think Correa is particularly Would you be mad? No. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I mean, who's the shortstop right now? Remind me. You would play third base, Correa. Yeah. yeah. Lindor. Yeah. I know. I was joking with you. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say. Remind me. Um,
0: Remind me, please, who's yeah. the shortstop? No, yes. But, uh, hello.
1: I was wondering if you could tell me the shortstop again. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not particularly scared of Correa. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's run back
0: to the Raven schedule, because we were talking about before our break. Uh, they got at Cleveland next week.
1: Uh Win. Nah, well, if Lamar's back, win. If he's not, loss. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he got in the end zone. He got in the end zone. Magical. No, i just Still kidding. lost because he threw a pick. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like him. Not a big Deshaun Watson guy. I'm waiting for uh, Justin Fields to be off his bye week for me to start him over Watson in fantasy. With my team that just put up 150. Cruising into the first round bye, Jack. Feels yes, good. I have no stress this week. What am I going to do with myself? I don't know. So I wonder what I'm interested to see is if they match up the two first round buy teams just for funsies. You know what I mean? Because like I'm not playing anyone this week. So what am I going to do? I I've never made the fantasy playoffs as a, as a buy team ever. This is my deepest run. Well, not now, because I was a one seed in like a shallow league with my family. Won the Super Bowl. Went back to the Super Bowl next year. Lost. Oh, to my sister. Tough. Yeah, it was. It was. But uh. Looking to uh win it in my first uh well, win it for the first time in a Friends League, you know. I've in been, one uh, of my
0: Oh my goodness, dude. I can't even begin. I've I, missed I, the playoffs every time. In I'm friends not leagues. gonna go down this rabbit hole, but my fantasy team is so, so hurt. Really? Who is it? My team started seven and one. We're like the Giants. Yeah, the G- Derailed. riding high. Dude, my team was have? So hurt right now, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, oh. Cooper Cup, oh. Brees Hall, oh. Kenneth Walker, Ouch. um, and Michael Pittman and Aaron Jones are on by this week. Wow. Do so you know who I started? Uh let me guess. You're not gonna be able to guess. Braxton Barrios. No. <laughs> it probably was that bad though. So my starting line was Jared Goff. Not bad. Mike
1: Boone. Uh. <laughs> there
0: it <laughs> um, goes. There it goes. Oh, I can't even remember who my second running back was at the top of my head. That's,
1: if Mike Boone is your RB1, <laughs> there are some issues. Yeah. Uh, you could have picked up Boston Jones, Scott, man. Marvin
0: Jones. I probably should have against the
1: Giants. Yeah.
0: Marvin Jones. Uh, That's a lock. A let's lock. See. Uh, Devontae Parker. Okay. Gerald Everett. Okay. Defense was, oh, I don't even know. And then my kicker is McPherson. Hmm. And it's terrible, man. That's really bad. Like, my whole team
1: is hurt. It's ridiculous. Didn't you have Waddle on that team? No, that's my other team. Oh, how's that one doing? That's the one I've been informed about. Oh, i uh, missed the playoffs. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, this is my first time in a friends league. You know, non-family.
0: Call me Collusion. Uh, call me a call Collusion. Me collusion. <laughs> because
1: I traded Diggs.
0: Because I knew I was going to miss the playoffs. So I traded Diggs to a playoff team. Oh,
1: no, you did not. I don't like you. I really no, don't No, I didn't like get a you. bad return.
0: What'd you get? I got. I traded Diggs and, uh, who was it? A running back for Kamara and Gabe Davis.
1: Hmm. it's Davis! And it's him! It wasn't
0: horrible. I mean, it's not great. I knew giving up Diggs was going to lose me the trade, but it's... Kamara and Davis haven't given me bad value. Yeah. And the weeks I've had Davis, think like he's put up double digits almost every week, except for this week. Gabe Davis is a good receiver. Yeah, he's not bad. I like him. I like him, too. So... You know what else I like? what do you like reading K or notebooks you know what the else I you're...
1: like before you oh. get there is beating the brakes off Jack Hyman our uh, KU are you ready to Rumble fantasy league
0: yeah well I'm uh you know we started late so yeah I, no I... that
1: was a that was a joke now it's time for the playoffs though but I'm yes. matching up against Abby regs <laughs> oh my goodness it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath oh my God. <laughs> it's gonna be a street fight it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a oh no there ain't gonna be no rounds Abby <laughs> it's gonna be a Straight fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. Read your notebook. Tech KU
0: students, have you heard about KU Bears grant funding? Yes. The purpose of the KU Bears program is to support faculty and student research fairs over the summer. Tell me more. The goals are for undergraduate students to develop the necessary skill set to become student researchers and to provide faculty members with paid student research assistance. Undergraduate students selected for the program will receive summer pay for research tasks assigned by a faculty supervisor. By assisting faculty members in their research, students selected for the program will obtain the knowledge and skills necessary for conducting advanced research in their field. To apply and learn more about KU Bears grant funding, please visit www.kutztown.edu slash UGRC and look under grants and sponsored projects. This message could be the interest brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Heavy hitters, we are back. We are getting right back into our NFL discussion here. Discussion. And we're moving on.
1: I'm moving out. I brought up to Sean Watson earlier. Let's
0: just go there. The Bengals win it 23-10. to 10. Joe Burr and company, they proved a 9-4. They put the haters back to rest there with how efficient they've been after that really bad start. But, you know, they've been incredible. And their schedule is pretty... Uh, pretty uh, yeah, that
1: feels like forever ago they were so bad. I know. Losing to the Cowboys. Oh, man. And early on, you know, that three losses early. But
0: they've done a good job to resurrect that 9-4. They Ooh, went to resurrect. T- I like that word. Oh, cool. Thank you. Good word choice. Thank you, good sir. Good pros. Well, they're back. Jamar uh, Chase, 10 for Buck 19 a touchdown. Trent Irwin gets in the end zone. Uh, they did a really good job with Boyd and Higgins both being on the shelf uh, to be efficient offensively. Joe Mixon and Tamasha Piran do enough. Piran finds the end zone. And the Browns couldn't really do much of anything. Deshaun Watson Finds uh, David and Joker for a score. Donovan Peoples-Jones, though, 8 for a buck, 14. Good for him. I feel like he always goes off against the Bengals.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Always. There's always that one
0: receiver Diamond in every division. Donovan
1: Peoples-Jones!
0: There's always that one receiver in every division who goes off against only one said certain team. Uh, yeah, that, like or running back, like Boston Scott. Yeah, Boston Scott against the Giants. Perfect example. Donovan Peoples-Jones against the Bengals. I'm trying to think of another one. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Mike Williams always torches the Chiefs. You think so? Usually, he always gets in the end zone. Do they play like. the
1: Chiefs soon? Because he's on my fantasy team now. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. But uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I think you're exactly right, though. I, I always feel like there's those those guys, you know. Um, I'm trying to think of who's torched the Eagles the most over the years. I mean, Zeke always does it, but he's, he's been very. Des good. Bryant? Des Bryant, of course, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone on the Giants. Giants. Victor Cruz, I feel like. Victor Cruz. Maybe. I
0: the baseball know. player. That's Nelson Cruz. No, there's a Victor Cruz. Oh really? I think so.
1: O'Neill Cruz on the Pirates. Yeah. There's a bunch of Cruises. Um baby you a song you make me wanna roll my windows down and cruise. I think uh I mean McLaurin's just a good receiver in general. Yeah. But um do you think of any Washington players who really There's not many good ones. <laughs> God, uh, Santana Vernon Santana Vernon Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Vernon Davis. Uh, Santana Moss? Remember him? <laughs> no. Wow. Who was that? What? Do you remember DeMarco Murray? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he, he was Had that an one eagle sick for a hot year second. With,
0: yeah, he was a hot second. He was that sick year with Dallas and yeah. then fell completely off the table and went to Philly and Tennessee
1: before ending his career. He ruined Thanksgiving for us one year because he was playing for Dallas and he killed us. Yeah, I got in the end
0: zone a couple times. Yeah. So...
1: DeMarco Murray.
0: That's a good name. It is. Bengals beat the Browns though quick. Uh, we're moving on. Another quick game recap here. Texans, Cowboys, speaking of Den Boys. They uh, nearly escape. General gross. Mills nearly did it to him. General Mills. <laughs> General Mills. This is
1: why he's my least favorite, because he didn't do it. He got hurt too. Yeah.
0: So we saw Jeff Driscoll come in and uh, found Amari Rodgers for a twenty eight yard touchdown. Oh, my goodness. The Texans are winning this game at halftime. I winning this game into the fourth winning quarter. Winning most of this game, Jack. They were winning almost the entire game. And Zeke scores the game when he down with 41 seconds left.
1: And they couldn't move the ball at all. Diggs gets a pick. In the end zone on the Hail Mary. Cowboys What it. It wasn't that exciting. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, that was just, I think it was Kenny Albert on the call. Or, no, he was the, he was the Vikings game. Cowboys could win three of their last four. Uh, they could. They could. Still won't be better than the Eagles, though. They're locked into the five seed, Jack. How's that feel? That's crazy. Ten five and three seed. is a five seed. Yep. So. Ah, <laughs> nerds.
0: All right, well, we're going to move on to a pick that I nailed right on the money, baby. Oh, man. Mitch, you were like, oh, how's this line? I mean, what? I mean, the the Lions, two and a half point favorites at home against the Vikings? Uh, th- th- this has to be wrong. This has to be wrong. But it wasn't wrong. The odds makers knew what they I were doing. I was wrong. That's what was wrong. The odds makers knew exactly what they were doing, and so did I. Detroit, baby. An eleven point win over the fraudulent Minnesota Vikings. I mentioned in hour number one, Mitch has been saying, um, the Vikings are a good team. This and that. No, they're not.
1: Okay? I don't care. Divisional game that they're ten and they're 3 still a good team. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Lions are on the bubble of the playoffs now. Come on. Hmm. This is not that bad of a game. One second. One second. Mm-hmm. What's worse? The Vikings actually losing this to the Giants or the Cowboys almost losing to the Texans? Well, the Vikings didn't play the Giants, but Or that Giants. the Lions. <laughs> you know what I meant? Well, um, throw his pen at you. Let's
0: see. Let's look at the point differential among teams with ten plus wins. We'll start with your Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Twelve and one with a point differential of plus one thirty eight. That's pretty good. It's pretty dominant. Divide
1: right? one thirty eight by twelve. Let's do some quick math. That's a uh, it's almost thirteen. No, it is thirteen. Thirteen point you know, thirteen what are you trying and one six. I'm trying to think of uh, the points per game that they're winning by. Oh, okay. So in their wins, they're winning by an average of thirteen points. That's about two touchdowns. Bills,
0: they're ten and three. They're Same record three. as Minnesota. Okay. Plus one thirty two. Okay. Cowboys, also ten and three, plus one thirty one. So it's about the one thirty range. Chiefs, ten wins. Plus eighty six. Mm. And the Minnesota Vikings at a 10 and 3 record have a minus 1.0 point differential. What? Yep.
1: There is well, okay.
0: Minus Let's 1. See, the Eagles beat 10 up three. on them. Eagles beat up on them.
1: Cowboys whooped them. What was the score of that game? 40 to 3. Oh yeah. That's that's a big. That's probably what's tipping a- and the And that's scale. not an out 17. No, 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 no. no. Plus no, 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 Listen. Listen. To tip the listen scale. to me. 17 37 Detroit beats him by 11. So the three losses, okay? The three losses, 17, 11, and 37. 37 plus 28, <laughs> that's 65, right? 65. Yeah. So they've scored in their wins, in their 10 wins, they're winning by an average of 6.6 6 points a game. I'm, no, sorry, 4, I'm sorry, the Vikings just aren't that good, man. They're, they're not. 4.
0: This is this is going to be the top seed winning in winning a lot of NFC. close games, though. It's going to be the top seed in the NFC that falls early. Honestly, I think the 7th seed can beat this team. I really, really do.
1: But do you think the seven seed's going to win? Whoever be? It, it is. it might have just been the Lions.
0: Whoever it is. Yeah. I think the, if, the, if it's a rematch, I think the Lions win. That you game's indoors. Indoors Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Giants, Vikings, who wins? Vikings, but the Giants will, Giants can keep it close. I do. You
1: said whoever it was would be. Uh, but I don't think the Giants be. make the playoffs. Okay.
0: I, I don't. I think Commanders. we're seeing the Giants starting to slip out here. The Panthers kept them alive with that win over Seattle, but... Speaking of the Panthers. We'll get to them in a minute. <laughs> but... Look, I'm sorry. What about the commanders? I'm sorry. The Vikings are a good team. I have no ill will against the Vikings. They never done anything to me. But I'm sorry, they're just a fraudulent ten and three team.
1: They did something to me. They're a fraudulent ten and three team. They put a Vikings jersey on Rocky. They can burn
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally how you whisper that. <laughs> they, got, they can burn for that. It's like, like they, dude, they got crushed by Dallas, crushed by Philly. I mean, every good team they played, they've lost to.
1: Yeah, you're talking about the Eagles being fraudulent. Holy smokes. Yeah,
0: I'm just joking about that. The Eagles are actually a good team. A really good team. But, you know. Let's clip that. Uh, I mean, look. I, it's my job to come in here despite my, my biases against them. They're a 12-1 football team, and they're really good. They're so, very
1: good. I mean, what can I say? I love it. I love it. Oh, um, sorry.
0: Sorry. The one good team the Vikings beat was Buffalo. And they got bailed out because the Bills blew that, that game.
1: close. Yeah, that was not good. And they were losing by double digits. Exactly. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? What? What
0: happened? Sean Murphy, the catcher from, from Oakland. You know him? I don't. Well, he's a top 10 catcher in the game. But oh. It is a weak position. Probably borderline top five. Okay. Has been, just been traded to the Atlanta Braves. Yep.
1: This is frustrating
0: at this point. It's 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 oh my goodness, it's
1: so frustrating. We're
0: taking a break. We'll talk about it when we come back. We're gonna gather our thoughts, get calm, and uh, rationally talk about this. Plenty more coming your way next. We'll uh, break down the Sean Murphy trade. We'll see what the uh, probably no details have broken yet, but we'll talk about that and get back into our end of our discussion. Plenty more coming your way next here on Heavy Hitters, hour number two. Don't go anywhere.
1: Back here on Heavy Hitters, hour number two. About forty minutes to go. Mitchell Smedley, Jack Heim, discussing the hated Atlanta Braves. Continuing to get better. We're going to go to Jack Heim to figure out what they gave up in the trade. Do we know yet? Not yet, but uh, I was was thinking
0: about myself. I was thinking about myself here. You know, where does Sean Murphy rank for me? And he's obviously top 10. I mean, the catcher's spot is a weak spot right now. But uh, very. Yeah. I'd say it's about, I'd say he's probably top seven. Probably that's at six ish spot. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's going to Atlanta. So now they got him and Darno and William Contr Wilson Contreras. No, 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 it is William, not Wilson. Wilson's the Cardinals. Why did they trade for him?
1: They didn't even need him. Yeah, I don't get that. They have so Contreras. he gets reunited
0: with with Matt Olson, two former Athletics, now down at A Town in Atlanta. I,
1: I was gonna say, didn't they trade for Contreras, and now they got uh, Oh no,
0: Williams, brother. They, he came up through the Brave system. They didn't trade
1: for him. Oh, 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 he's just there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, he's the one with Narco, right? Yes. Yeah. Who Evan Diaz struck out? Struck in the him pitches.
0: out easy. It was so funny because Diaz so funny. said about that he was like, "Yeah, he might have my song, but I'm, you know, I'm not gonna make a beef at him. I'm just gonna strike him out in three pitches." And he did, and he made him look silly, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, loved it every
1: gross. second of it. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh by the way, while we're talking about catchers, this is not to take away from the Braves, but also. Shut up, Braves. Uh, I just thought of a like, an r- interesting point that's been floated around here, Philly, that I wanted your opinion on from an outside perspective because you're talking about how weak the catcher position is. Joe. Bless you. Thank you. Um, do you think it possible to keep JT in Philly, you know, uh, sign into an extension at some point, not to keep him as a catcher, but after this Hoskins year is up, uh, if they don't re-sign Hoskins, do you think they bring JT back, move him to first base, which he has some experience with, and put someone else behind the plate, the plate to keep JT's bat in the lineup and his speed. I don't know, man. I mean, look, JT's a gold glove type catcher. Yeah. He's elite defensively.
0: I don't see why you move him. I mean, he's only 31. Because catchers, like he's... they break down. Yeah, but I mean, I'd only sign, when, when he's a free agent, I'm signing with a three, four year deal. That way he's expiring at around 37. Mm-hmm. That way if he's breaking down, you make the transition later on in his
1: career. Okay. You don't do
0: it now. All right. Why are you taking a catcher out of a spot where he's really good at? Well, he's still got some good years left there. Yeah, it I, just I figured, doesn't make sense to me.
1: I, I think you're right. I, th- I that's my idea. A three year deal. Um, I just wanted to bring it up to get your opinion since we're talking about catchers. Also, I'm in favor of re-signing Reese Hoskins after this year. I'm, I, I want to shell out the money for him, keep him around in Philly. I love Reese Hoskins. Um, okay, so that was my uh, my little point there on the on the catcher. Back to the Braves. I mean, yeah, why do they why why do you need why do you need him But uh, you know, whatever. We'll see what they gave up. If it, it I don't know. They have a lot of prospects, don't they, down in Atlanta? Seems like they always bring someone new up. Yeah, I don't know who they got. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. Not a big uh, Atlanta farm system guy. I
0: am, but they've kind of all moved on. Yeah. I, I I love following the prospects in the minor leagues, but you no, know let's take a gander at their top prospects. Let's take real a clear. gander. And speculate what kind of trade could be happening here. How's Chris feeling
1: about this? Uh, let's check. Let's check. Oh, uh, man. Not seeing anything from down. Oh, okay, in so Kyle
0: Muller leads the way there. Yes, what is it? Um, Kyle Muller leads the way. He's a left-handed pitcher, mm. uh, followed by Jared Schuster or Schuster. It's S H U S T E R. Okay, Abby Riggs. <laughs> No, it's no, no, no. It's S-H-U-S-T-E-R. Well, yeah, but that one has an S C H. This one is S H U S T E R. So is it? It's not Schuster because there's no C, right? S H U S T E R. Yeah. Schuster. Yeah, Schuster. That's what I said Schuster. Jared Schuster. Followed by Owen Murphy, who I think they just took in this past year's draft. Uh yes, he was their twentieth overall draft pick. So he's already three in the farm system. Just shows how uh, you know, they've kind of graduated everybody on. And uh Yeah. So Wow. Okay. Two of their top five prospects are guys they just drafted this year. Hmm. Gotcha.
1: So, uh who do we think they could have given up some of those top fives? Probably Muller. I'd yeah. say Mueller would
0: headline it. Uh, you would think. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, but they don't really got a little, you know, they don't really got a lot of prospects, which leads you to believe they probably maybe package Mueller and a major league guy. You would think, yeah, low end. Because that that's league. not really a deep farm system. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's it on that. We're gonna get back to uh, NFL though, because we do got some other stuff to talk about after that. Yeah, but um, Vikings Lions, we talked about it a little bit, uh, and how I was right about that take, but we didn't really break down the game. Kirk Cousins goes for 425 two touchdowns, uh, and finds Justin Jefferson for
1: 223. <laughs> 223, Woo. but no touchdowns. Yeah. My buddy has him on his fantasy team after that ridiculous trade he pulled off, and he's like, I don't know how he didn't score. <laughs> Get 223 you yards, you don't score.
0: Honestly, they didn't talk about this, but Jefferson was ruled out of bounds in a play where he didn't step out of bounds. Hmm. Really? So, it, it, that's, that's what it looked like in the replay I saw. You know, my brother showed me a Twitter video, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's kind of crazy. But uh, Well, if it's on Twitter, it must be true.
1: Yeah, exactly. Anyways. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Exactly. So more than half of the uh, passing yards go to Justin Jefferson. I mean, the Vikings couldn't run the ball at all.
0: Cook, 15 carries for 23 yards. Ooh,
1: that's not good.
0: Did find the end zone, though. One and a half yards
1: per carry. Yeah, he caught a touchdown, right? No, ran it in. It's like a... Sh- oh, was it a... It called it a run. It was a toss. Yeah, that's what I thought. Juked yeah. he, he
0: juked the <laughs> defender out of his cleats. My goodness.
1: That Cook is into the end zone. But uh, Jared Touch Goff sharp.
0: matched it, man. Three 30, three tutties. Found DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds, and Jamison Williams for his first NFL touchdown, the Alabama product. So, uh, yeah, Lions win. They're 6-7. and seven. They're right there in the playoff race, man. And uh, you were wrong about the Lions in the pick this week. And you might be
1: eating your words about the Dan Campbell experience. Uh, slowly. I definitely knew the first part of the season was going to be ugly. Uh, and the Eagles you know, beat them, and then they were terrible. Uh, but, yeah, they're turning it around uh, over in Detroit in the uh, Motor City. The Motor City, Motown. Oddly enough, that's not Motown. I don't think. No, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, for some reason, I thought like Motown was somewhere else. I'm like, it would make sense if it's Detroit. Yeah, it, yeah, turns it is. Turns out it is. <laughs> turns yeah, turns out it is. <laughs> they call it the Motor City, and it's also Motown. Motown. Uh, so congratulations, Detroit, on the bubble of the p- the playoffs. We talk <laughs> about playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, big divisional win over the Vikings, um. Which, by the way, Detroit could still win the division if everything goes right. Yeah, if, the, if the Vikings <laughs> lose out and the Lions win out, they will win the North. <laughs> it's possible. So you're telling me there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Yep. Well, Mitch, Moving we're, on.
0: We're going to move on to one take we were both right on the money about, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars,
1: baby. Oh, yeah. Up top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. NFC or AFC South Showdown, and it wasn't much of a showdown. The Jags beat the brakes off them. Dougie P gets the win over the Tennessee Titans. Uh over Yeah, uh what was it, like a twenty point victory? Yeah, thirty-six to twenty-two. Oh, okay. All right, two touchdowns. Probably some late points for the Titans there. They just are. Why are you it like that? I don't know. Titans. For the Titans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i just like catch some waves, go watch the Titans game, you know what I mean, man. Like So shot Titan dude. Stop in the that was my upset of the week, baby. It's turtle talk. We crush. My upset of the week wins. And I was right about it. What was my upset of the week officially? Cleveland. Cleveland. That didn't go well. It aged poorly, but it's okay. It's okay. I Can't was right on the week. Titans one. Yeah. I had a bunch of upsets this week. So um, Oh, dude. Okay, we're running through it.
0: Let's just run through a picture real quick. Yeah. We both picked the Raiders. They had it and they blew it. Yep. Both picked the Eagles. Winner. Both picked the Steelers. Ooh. Picked the Bills together. Winner. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Browns. Bummer. Both picked Dallas. Ugh. I picked Detroit. Good job. You picked Minnesota. I picked, we both picked Jacksonville. Yep. You both fifth. the Chiefs. The Chiefs, man. And, uh, oh, man, that one's our probably our worst combined pick of the week. What is it? Seattle. Oh,
1: oh. no. No,
0: no, no, no. I have my worst pick of the week. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this. Yeah. It's coming up.
1: Oh. It's coming up, baby. Read it. I can't believe I did that. Man. Read it.
0: Read it. I picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the four. Yes, he
1: did. Down wow. goes Brady. Up goes Purdy Purdy. You know what? I didn't know Brock could do that. It's so purdy. And, isn't it? So, you know, looking back No, no, no. It's not all about Brock, dude. Christian McCaffrey is the man. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. But you have to be fair to me here. Look, I didn't know Brock Purdy was going to be that
0: efficient. I understand that,
1: but he's one guy. There's 52 or 45 others on the roster. Like, dude, the Niners are just good, and even without Debo, they're better than the Bucks up and down the offense. The defense was smothering. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get there. Man, oh man, crazy stuff out in San Francisco. But quick breakdown of the Jacks Titans, real quick. Just going
0: back stats wise, Trevor Lawrence, 368, three touchdowns. Evan Ingram, the former Giant, 11 for 162 and two touchdowns. How about that? Evan Ingram, have a day. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, but you're not, now you're not dropping the ball. Now you're not dropping the football. Now you're not dropping the football against the Eagles on Thursday night when the Giants could have won the damn game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that.
0: I will never Monday forget night that. Football.
1: I will never forget that. Monday night football. No, it was Thursday night. Oh, was it? In Philly. I know it was in Philly, prime time. Jones looking
0: deep for Ingram, and he dropped it. Through the fingertips of Ingram and then the
1: Eagles came back and won the game. Twenty-eight twenty-four. That was the same game as uh Jones all alone trying to stay upright and he trips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great game. No for the Horrible York, game. for the New York football giants.
0: Evan Ingram, I don't care that you're killing him with Jacksonville. Thank gracious you're gone.
1: Who won the uh who got the winning touchdown for the Eagles that game? Because it wasn't the Ertz one. That was Monday night football. I think it was Fulgham. Fulgham? Trav- it was no, it Joe might have Bunker been Greg Ward. Oh, maybe. I'll, I should go rewatch those highlights. That was a fun game. That was well, funny.
0: anyway, we're moving on. Chiefs-Broncos, Patrick Mahomes pulling out all the stops, all the tricks in the bag, finding Jarek McKinnon for two touchdowns. And one was a ridiculous pass with that Highlight trickery. Trio. He just kind of took the ball and just sidearm, like flipped it and chucked it up in the air. It was like, whoop. And uh, McKinnon makes the uh, extended grab. Takes it all the way to the end zone for a 56-yard Chiefs touchdown. Russell Wilson played his best game as a Bronco, and it still wasn't enough. Uh, he got He's hurt, out unfortunately. and got a concussion. Uh, Brett Ripon came in through a touchdown to Jerry Judy, who had three of them. Wow. But it doesn't matter because the Broncos are 3-10, and 10, and they will miss the playoffs.
1: Yikes. Gone. Not what anyone
0: envisioned in year one in Denver. That's also, that big. trade is terrible. That trade is awful. How many picks? Like four? I don't know if Seahawks are going to have a top 10 pick regardless. Probably top five.
1: Yeah. How about yeah. that? That's crazy. So That's the Eagles. Insane. The Eagles are going to be a top 10 pick. Going to help their case a little bit week 17. All right.
0: Well, uh, not much else to talk about there. I would say uh, Chiefs continue to roll on. They're doing their thing. They're 10-3. and three. Yep. And uh, big win. Willie Gay had a pick six off Russ. Um, a couple of interceptions by the Chiefs defense. But um, for me, yeah, Chiefs win and uh, they're trying to keep pace with Buffalo for that top seed in the AFC. Yeah,
1: as usual. Get used to this for years to come.
0: I don't want to talk about this one because I look like a fool. But, I uh, love this game. The Niners clobber the Buccaneers Stomped 35-7. Uh, Brady goes for 253-1, touchdown, two picks. Uh, Rashad White's seeing an ever-so-growing role, and Leonard Fournette's role is diminishing by the week. Uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans don't really do much.
1: I mean, again, this team is supposed to be – a powerhouse offensively and they can't do anything no they can't get the connection working Evans what about a 75 yard touchdown callback by holding though so uh which was great because I benched him and I watched him running down the sideline all alone there was no one like even close to him and it's Mike Evans. Yep. no one near him yeah and I was touchdown so frustrated ends. I'm like are you kidding me the time I actually bench Evans and then but there is a flag Kevin Burkhart said and then I'm like oh come on and it's one of the most I've ever celebrated a holding call. So,
0: yeah. Well, uh, you know, I don't think I've ever seen Tom Brady get blown out so badly that Fox changes the America's Game of the Week from the Bucks and Niners to the Panthers and Seahawks. Yeah, how about that? That was crazy. Kurt Menefee interrupts and says, "Well, Brady's getting blitzed. We're going to change our coverage here to, from America's Game of the Week to the Panthers and the Seahawks, which is a little bit more competitive. <laughs> and, take
1: them out there. It was, and it was." How about and that? We was. were we were both wrong about that one, but we'll finish. Let me talk about the Niners for a second, man. They are they're, they're a good team. They are a very good team, and second my, best team in the NFC. My, yep, my man Christian McCaffrey is doing it all. An all right. amazing touchdown catch, an amazing long touchdown run. Question? Yeah. If if the Niners played the Eagles, mm-hmm. and I
0: think you know where I'm going with this. Oh. and CMC gets the game winning touchdown against your
1: Eagles. How upset would you be upset? How long of a run is it? Is it like a one-yard plunge? Is it like a 70-yard juke moves on 35 display? yards. 35 yards. To win the game with like two minutes left. Oh, man. Into the open field,
0: makes CJGJ miss.
1: Oh, you had? A, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Yep. Unbelievable. Puts up a nasty like juke move, breaks his ankles. Like the one he put on Najee Good back yes. in like 2019? Yep. Oh, my. Puts his ankle in the grass. In the, crash, in the goes, NFC Championship sh- it,
0: game. And uh, CJGG gets fallen to the
1: ground. And the oh, lose. I, I I would be pretty crushed. I Eagles be... wearing the black jerseys. I hate those. Really? No, they wear the green in the playoffs. Yeah. I, but... I hate the black jerseys. Really? Yes, I, I think they're ugly. Wow. I think they're boring. I like the green. Green says Eagles. I know. I believe The black jerseys are kind of cool. No, they're not. No. I like them. Overrated. Uh man, I would be. Some I would teams be crushed. can
0: rock the blackout jersey. Some teams can't. I feel like the Eagles just find a way to do it. I would
1: be crushed. And you know what the, the even worse thing for me is in the if that happened in the NFC Championship game, is two weeks later I'd be wearing a Christian McCaffrey jersey during the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. Oh, I, okay, that would absolutely kill me.
0: I know what I'd get you then. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, folks. You heard it here first. If oh, Niners beat the Eagles. God. I will buy Mitchell. A CMC 49ers shirt. Yeah. Oh. All right. Jersey. That's a
1: con- That's a compensation pri- con- Consolation prize. <laughs> the Niners win. Oh boy. All right. Well, then what could go wrong? You know, either I'm going to the Super Bowl or I'm getting a free shirt. So whatever. final thoughts on uh, Niners
0: beat down the Bucks. Tampa Bay holding on to a measly <laughs> NFC South title. That's horrible. Hey,
1: if the Panthers win out, they win the division. Yep.
0: <laughs> yes, they do. Keep pounding. Well uh Dan yeah, how much Niners defense is incredible. Dre Greenlaw they, they were very good. Niners defense is insane and Dre Greenlaw who picked off Brady also got Brady to sign the football that he intercepted at the end of the game.
1: Wow. That's kind of cold. Yeah, that's uh, brutal. The uh offense though, I mean Purdy looked fantastic. McCaffrey is just a generational weapon. Uh I Iuke looked good. Uh Kittle resurgence with Brock um and unfortunately the the big news here is that uh uh, Debo Samuel left with a presumed high ankle sprain. Yep. How long do you think he'll be out for? Is it a couple weeks there? To playoffs. Yeah. So That's unfortunate. Hopefully he's back for the playoffs for the Niners, though. Uh, but we'll see if they can continue to win without uh, Jimmy G, without Debo. Uh, they did it this week in astounding fashion, though. It was a wire-to-wire beatdown of the Bucks. And, uh, yeah, let's move on to Seattle. All right. Seahawks fall at home to Carolina. The Panthers win. 20- thirty
0: 30-24. Sam Darnold?
1: Sam Darnold is him. Is him?
0: Yeah. 120, one touchdown. Shuba Hubbard goes for 74 and 14 down. carries. Blank Who you know is family.
1: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Deonta Foreman. <laughs> Deonta Foreman, Foreman did nothing. Not much. Yeah.
0: And uh, Raheem Blackshear finds the end zone. So look at that. Look at that. Shai Smith also gets in uh, to the end zone for a touchdown. Panthers finding a way. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Wilkes and co. They are ready. Yeah, that's a big loss for the Seahawks. They're right in the heart of the playoff push. And they don't get an any easier schedule. They got San Fran at home this week. Big Thursday, Thursday night. night game.
1: We finally get an impressive Thursday night game, right? That I can't watch. Why not? Because I don't have Prime. Oh, I forgot about that.
0: I mean I do, but it's just terrible quality, so I just don't watch it.
1: <laughs> what do you mean you don't have Prime then? <laughs> can't watch, I don't have Prime. I forgot. Oh, oh, I, sucks. Sucks. I forgot uh, my parents. I mean it's like I video. do, but I like... forgot my parents
0: have <laughs> Prime video, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. You don't want to hear Al Michaels absolutely freak out over a, over a Week 13 <laughs> touchdown? Baker Mayfield in the end zone. He finds
0: Jefferson. Impossible. Is that real? <laughs> Eight seconds. It was like the Super Bowl call. It's like, it's, I know. It's I not... love how he yells
1: Jefferson's name, too. Jefferson. The end zone for Jefferson. Impossible. <laughs> Like and that's impossible. It's not impossible. It's twenty
0: three yards, buddy. <laughs> Al, that's not impossible. It's a third. <laughs> it's a. It's a week thirteen regular season game <laughs> between two teams that are not going to make the playoffs. To
1: be fair, it was pretty unlikely that Baker Mayfield being oh, there yeah. for two days does that. Yeah, it's impossible
0: that Baker Mayfield being there for two days leads a ninety eight yard drive. But it's not impossible, not as we saw. Yeah. So, with that being said, we do have to take our final break in today's show. When we come back, wrapping up our NFL discussion. And we'll see where it takes us after that. Uh, Plenty more coming your my next here on Heavy Hitters. On the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. And welcome back into Heavy Hitters, everybody, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Jack Heim and Mitchell Smedley. We are coming your way here on this Monday afternoon. Final part of today's show, when we're wrapping up our NFL discussion, we kind of went a little bit later than we usually do, but... Not really much to talk about on the college football front. Transfer portal still rolling on. And, uh, you know, coaching changes are kind of settled down after Jeff Brown went from Purdue to Louisville. And uh, Stanford found his next head coach. I forget his name, but they've hired him from Division I FBS Sacramento State. So they found their next guy uh, there out in California for Stanford's program. Um, getting back to the NFL, though, real quick, wrapping it up. Uh, we're going to go to Sunday night after the Panthers win against the Seahawks and that decisive Thursday night game that's coming up. It's a big game. It is. But uh, Dolphins charge. We both pick Miami. The Chargers win it. Justin Herbert. Great game. 39-51, 367, one touchdown. Eckler, Mitch's favorite guy, finds the end zone. Mike Williams goes for 116. And I touchdown. found
1: it. Oh, my goodness. The hunt is over. And
0: Keenan Allen Keenan- goes for 92. So great game for Herbert. And the Charger offense, the Charger defense looks great. Asante Samuel, Jr., Florida State boy. Durbin James, Florida State guy. All the Florida State guys on that on – that, uh, uh, Charger defense, so uh, and they hold Tua and company to just 17 points, and Tua I believe only had 150 passing yards, yeah, 145 and a touchdown, no picks either. But Tyree Kill yeah. found the end zone in multiple ways.
1: Good job. So uh, he was on your team.
0: Yeah, he was.
1: Yeah, um, I found it by the way. I found the Mania home run. It was driving me crazy all show. Okay. He came on in relief of Clevenger, gave up the second Hoskins home run in Game yeah. Four. On a 3-2 pitch from Maniah. Hoswins cracks one in the air. Deep left field, and he's done it again. When he tied the game up. Yeah. Where did that go? <laughs> to your left. My left?
0: No, 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 right, right, right. Sorry. Right.
1: That. Jack doesn't know directions.
0: Way back there. Way On its way. Back and there. gone. Straight away. But um oh. Yeah, Dicker the kicker for uh the Chargers. Dicker. The kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Three field goals. Um Big for their offense production. But Chargers do enough. They're seven and six. They're right here. They're right here. Yeah, on man.
1: I'll tell you what, when, when, he the had, when they have all their weapons in order, they look like the world beaters. And when Herbert's healthy, they look like the world beaters we thought we were getting weak to against the Chiefs. I feel like this is the team that kind of everyone's written off. Yeah. But they're gonna. They they can make a surprise run in the playoffs. Absolutely, they can. I think they'll make the playoffs. Honestly, I I, I was super impressed with what I saw last night. Them having their weapons in order. Mike Williams, the nice touchdown. Uh, Keenan Allen. Just, how many catches did he have? My goodness, I think you ran through it. Um, it just seemed like every time I watched, he was catching a football. Yeah, 11. 11. So I, I would have said over. I would have said like fourteen. And catches. right now, the Chargers do hold that seventeen. Exactly over the Jets. Yeah, I, th- I think they make the playoffs. We'll see how New England does if they wiggle back in this uh, tonight. And the Chargers have a very favorable schedule too. They yeah, done. They got they the playing? Titans at home,
0: win Colts, win Rams, win and Broncos, win. They can win out. They can reasonably win out and go eleven and six. Yeah, how about that? Great. So great stuff
1: down in uh Los Angeles. Good for them.
0: Well, we're gonna move on. Monday night, we're gonna preview a little bit. Uh that's tonight's game. And it is between the Patriots and the Cardinals out in Arizona. Six and six New England, four and eight Arizona. Can Kyler Murray do the job and get the win? We'll see. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh he's already hit five hundred and seventy-four yards. And uh I think he's gonna have a big night. You do. I think he's gonna go for a buck fifteen and three touchdowns. No, what? I'm just kidding. Wow. No, no, it's too big. That would win you the fantasy week. One ten and a touchdown for Hopkins. Okay, that's respectable.
1: Uh so do you think Kyler Murray's him? No, <laughs> not even close. No. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't know. What to, I don't
0: know what to pick in this one.
1: I got the Cardinals. That and that's not just because I've been saying it all. I'm off the Cardinals. It's a good team. Uh, I yeah, four and eight. I really just don't trust the Patriots at all. I don't think they're good. Um. Yeah. So Patriots
0: win a barn burner.
1: Yeah, barn burner. They're
0: gonna win it, tw- uh,
1: seventeen to fourteen. Okay. Cardinals twenty four. Twenty. Okay. Twenty four twenty. Respectable. Close game. Respectable. 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 Yeah. So uh, that's gonna be a. Uh, you know, is it Mac Jones? Mac Jones there up in yeah. New England. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I had a brain fart. I thought he was in New York maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got him confused with Mike White. But uh yeah, Mac Jones versus Kyla Murray. Uh James Conner, I traded him away so he should have a huge night. Uh <laughs> that's <laughs> just that's just how it goes. Uh and then uh the the receiving game will uh will be popping off for the Cardinals, the uh you know, not playoff bound Arizona cardinals you know it i was right i was you know, jack, right let me let me just pivot off of that let me you know what it's the it's the holiday season the holiday season so dee-doo. a, a degree dick. duck. um i'm gonna i'm gonna Don't give jack forget. some gifts here some compliments jack you were right about a few things over the course of the of the year that we've been doing this show almost you were right about the cardinals i sat on that one for a while you were dead right about it you were dead right about the lions this week you were dead right about the Astros winning the World Series. I was <sighs> dead right about a lot of things. You were and right. so have you. Yes, I have been. But you've you've sat on some. You've been like this is a lock, and then I destroyed everything. Uh, <laughs> but you've been right. Congratulations. I figured I would say that spirit of giving. Don't expect it when we come back in the, in the spring.
0: No, yeah, because it's uh, January and the holiday season's over.
1: So, yeah. Well, Mitch, so I this thank is usually you, the part where you uh, do it back, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the season of giving. What are the highlights of my correctness? Your
0: highlights of your correctness,
1: i say. Philly's losing the World Series prediction back in March? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be it, right?
0: That, that That's really a good one. <laughs> um, Were you on this Eagles train this much before they started the season? No.
1: You weren't. Yeah. You, no. knew, you knew they were going to be good players. I knew they were going to be a good team. I, I predicted them winning the division. That's that's where I went. Yeah, but not this. No, not this. So Because I, I thought the Cowboys were going to be a disarray. So I figured the Eagles would have a winning record, you know, like Well, you were right about
0: picking all the underdogs in the playoffs. You picked the Padres, you beat the Mets. You picked the, uh, I was the right Guardians to beat the Yankees. was right about that, yeah. You picked... Uh, Phils over the Braves. Yep, Phils over the Braves. I picked the Dodgers, I think. Picked the Dodgers, yeah. yeah. You picked the... Uh, uh, Phils over the Pods. You, you picked the Mariners over the Astros. Yeah, that it, was, didn't, it didn't age well. <laughs> that
1: did not age well. I was, I was hopeful. Because yeah. if the Mariners win that series, Phillies win the World Series. Yeah, Uh, it's over, you know. No Chaz McCormick to interrupt that procedure. (laughs) Instead, it's uh, J.P. Crawford. J.P.
0: Crawford. Ex-Philly. And Crawford hits it in the right field
1: corner, and it's gone. Crawford hits one high. J.P. Crawford hits it deep. It is out of
0: here. You got a notebook? Paper pop time. It is notebook time. Attention, KU faculty. Have you or a colleague made a positive impact in the undergraduate research field? I know I haven't. (laughs) If so, nominate them for Undergraduate Research and Creativity's Faculty Mentorship Awards. The awards recognize excellence in faculty engagement with undergraduate researchers and carries $500 in professional development funds. The deadline for nominations is quickly approaching, and you have until March 1st to turn in your application materials. To learn more about UGRC's Faculty Mentorship Awards, please visit www.kutztown.edu slash UGRC and look under Undergraduate Research and Creativity. And if you'd like to stay updated with everything UGRC has to offer, you can follow them on Instagram at UGRC underscore KU. This message of community interest brought to you by the Ready voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Final about eight minutes or so of today's show, Mr. Smedley. It's been great, you know, another solid show. Yes, it has. And it's been a great semester. We're going to be kind of said this on the Wednesday show. We're not done yet. We're going to try to come back on Wednesday. And, man, oh, man, oh, man. Whew. I just can't say enough of how, you know, happy I've been to do the show with you. How happy, you know, I, we are for our great listeners out there. And, uh, Mitch. Yeah, thanks for bringing I don't for know if bringing you me this on air. But uh, we were IBS nominated for the show. Yes, sir.
1: We have not officially announced it. We but, directed people to the Instagram with it last week. Yeah. Uh, but yes, IBS nominated. A, uh award-nominated radio show now. And we'll see if we take home the trophy in February. Absolutely. And uh, you know, it just means so much to me, and, and
0: obviously I think it does for you as 100%. well, Mitch.
1: I mean, look, what started is you just bringing me on as a guest just to talk opening day baseball. Uh, and And Jack reached out to me and said, you know... What if it's a regular thing? Like what if you just kept coming on to my show? And then over the summer we were like, what if we make it a twice a week thing, right? Remember the Wednesday wind up days? Yeah. Remember Wednesday wind up? Heavy oh, hitters is only through its first semester here. Yeah. That's it. Um it, it was Wednesday wind up for a long time. Jack, you're you're, you know, this show's your baby. You built this thing from the ground up. I'm just here for the ride uh since since April. So
0: Welcome to the show.
1: Are you well- ready for a ride? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you better buckle up and hold on tight, And because both to your run. teams are gonna make the championship in the first, you know, edition of the, of, of the thing. <laughs> I love.
0: I, Welcome to the show. I, I love how you just started talking while
1: trying to sing. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that well, was you know, funny. I have my moments. But uh, yeah, it just it really it's it's thanks to you that uh that it's here in the first place. It's thanks to you that I'm sitting here. I was just doing Redneck Rush Hour. I was I was happy as a clam. And uh, then Jack was like, come talk sports with me. I'm like, okay. Wow. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing that first show. I'd never done a sports talk show. I just sat here. He talked through most of the sets, and I was like, I agree with that, or I think you're really stupid for that. And um, it just worked. And over time, you know, got more comfortable. And then now what? I'm, I'm introing hour number two. That's where I'm at in my career. And it's really a big, uh, a big step. It's really a, a lot to uh, to take in, you know. I just get teary eyed even thinking about you, Jack. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> you gave well, me my start. No, I'm serious though. You you really did. Um, you know, having these these two hours to just banter back and forth. You're right. It is it is a dream come true. And man, like you know.
0: The stresses of like school and life and everything else like that. It's just great to get behind this microphone and talk sports, man. Goes it, away for two hours. It does, man. Everything just escapes. You just get to zone in, talk about you know sports, and we're both big sports guys. Yeah, and that's why we do distracted. it we love sports. Mine's you know? distracted with everything. Two everything that you know do in your daily life with the you know assignments and stuff like that and relationships and. All that, all that other stuff, you know, it goes away for two hours. <laughs> you think it's, I'm in a relationship. No, no, no. That's but like, funny. But, but, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. But, but, uh friends. Well, to wrap up today's show, we do have some details on that Sean Murphy trade we addressed Ooh. earlier. Uh, from Jeff Passon, the deal sending Sean Murphy to Atlanta is part of a three-way trade wow. with the Oakland A's and the Milwaukee Brewers. Wow. Sources tell ESPN one of the players heading to Milwaukee is catcher William Contreras. Oh, there he goes. And Oakland is getting da, catcher da, 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 da. Manny Pena. Also, Super Utility Man Esturi Ruiz, whom the Brewers previously acquired in that Josh Hader trade, is also heading to Oakland. Kyle Muller, the Braves' top prospect, left-handed pitcher, is also heading back to Oakland as part of the deal. More pieces are to be traded, and the details will break on this shortly. Wow. Okay. No. No, 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 no. What? No. What? Okay, that doesn't seem like it's right, but... What's wrong? From this, it says Contreras and more to the Brewers. Murphy and Willie Adamas to the Braves. Adamas?
1: Yeah. There's no
0: way. No. That can't be true, right?
1: Oh, man. I don't like that. That's
0: unofficial yet, by the way. That is just, um, you know, maybe some rumors and reports, but I really hope that's not true.
1: Please just be Murphy. Yeah. Please. 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 That's please, bad. please, 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 please. See, that's what I want the Phils to do: is make that big trade that you know really rocks the boat in their favor. You got Trey, got your Walker. Now you need to really make a move out of the box, on Walker. Yeah, make a move out like an uh, out of the box. You can move. have him. Like, see how you feel about how you feel about
0: David Robertson is how I feel about on Walker. Yeah, yeah, could be,
1: could be. He's a four starter though. He's not heading a bullpen. Edwin Diaz. I know Edwin Diaz is your head man, but like so. Robertson in a two or three role. Not good. No bueno. I mean That's the role he was in for you guys. And it was awful.
0: Well, hopefully, you know, we make some other things happen. We'll see what we can do. But, yeah.
1: Um, Mitch, anything you want to end off today's show with? Because we only have a couple minutes left. couple minutes left. Uh, just really proud of my, my guys on my fantasy teams. <laughs> uh, mainly my, my one fantasy team in the, in the friends league here. Uh, with a, healthy win over adam he is now out of playoff contention i am into the first round by i put up 150 on him he scored 64 plus whatever kyler gets tonight uh you know and he texted me a nice uh put in the group chat nice congratulations mitch he said he had a great run and i said yes you did um and uh you know just exchanged a few you know good jobs good jobs hey high fives uh, the playoff picture still gonna see exactly how it shapes out. I know I could look, but I'm also really lazy, um, so it's gonna be me, the guy that uh, had like two losses. He lost this week because he didn't really try. Um, so I have the second best record, uh, ten and four, uh, only second to an eleven and three. Um, wow. Team name I also can't say. So, well, real quick, Mitch, I gotta
0: interrupt you, but yeah. uh, T Y Hilton. What? Is going to the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Yep, they're bringing in some veteran wide receiver help. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, the former longtime Colt. That's interesting. Is going to Dallas. So that's some interesting breaking news. Crazy. Uh, He's going to be trying to
1: help a playoff run. Yeah. And uh, usually doesn't go well. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah. I'm also hoping for uh, Josh Jacobs to be okay. Big part of my team, but also just a great running back. Everyone knows I love watching running backs. Favorite position to watch And uh, seeing a great one like that Potentially go down uh, Down the stretch here Is uh, really disappointing Uh, Hope he's okay Josh Jacobs Workhorse for those Raiders Um, That's all I I really got Christian McCaffrey's just a beautiful man He's just a beautiful man What do you think He is a really good player Best running back in the league This season Could be Could be Who else is up there Could be Miles Sanders
0: No stop (laughs) He's very good Stop, stop, stop. Jacobs stop.
1: Jacobs has been great.
0: Jacobs hasn't been really good this year. It's probably been CMC.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love so, him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor
0: was his best last year, but he's fallen off. Yeah. Derek a Henry's lot. also been really good, but not the best, I wouldn't say. Nope. You got anything else? We're on our last minute here. Nah, I think we're good. Well, we're going to sign off for today's show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, as always. Check out KUR and our Instagram at KUR1670. And at Heavy hitters KUR, as always, give us feedback, suggestions. What do you want to see us talk more about? Uh, less about if we're doing. Good job, bad job. We always appreciate the feedback from everyone out there who listens to our show. Uh, good luck on your finals, everybody. Yes, uh, we'll sir. be back. We'll try to be back on Wednesday. I'm going to keep it up in the air, depending. Uh, but we, The goal is to have a Wednesday show and be our final one of the semester. But uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, from Mitchell Smedley, who's sitting to my left, is always rocking the Eagles hat. They're 12-1. and 1. They're 12-1. Uh, Let's go to the Super Bowl. Until next time, uh, I'm Jack Heim saying so long. Go, Birds.